Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Football. I think one of my. I heard it a minute ago. I think. Naughty. Naughty. No, I just heard one of my fucking balls land from the driving range. The other day. <laughs> <laughs> Look oh, at that. Sky high. Look at the height of that fucker. Apex, apex, <laughs> apex of 160 feet. Yeah. Well, at one point, Reese's ball went 100, 109 yards, but it went 122 100, feet in 122 the air. 122 feet in the air. <laughs> with a, a driver. With a driver. <laughs> It come, well, it come down. It was you. fucking and, like it was crystallized oh, in ice. Did you go? Did you go to driving range? Where's my? Did my invite get lost in the post? Oh yeah, sorry, Rich. Oh, yeah. We did say we won't talk about it. We did say that's why we can't do it on we, the Thursday. We put it in our other group. So. Oh, we, oh shit, that was in the one without Wickers on it. I yeah. see. Shit, that's I called see. TSG as well. The simple golf. <laughs> the simple golf. <laughs> the TSG slash W without Wickers. Golf is far from simple. It's not fucking simple. Neither is football. I don't know why we've called it that. But it's Football not rocket science. Soccer. Football should be a lot simpler than what it's made out to be. Welcome back to Simple Game. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to start that again now, haven't I? Well, sim- <laughs> it's a simple game for clever people. Well, I best be off then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's why none of us made it. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, welcome back to Simple Game. Um... With with the gang, obviously the gang, gang. the gang, the gang. We're all gang. Together. Oh god, no, no! If we, if you're gonna come up with a nickname for us, it can't <laughs> be the fucking <laughs> gang. Feels, feels <laughs> the posse. It was like an episode of Scooby Doo, doesn't it? <laughs> Without the mystery machine in the background. <laughs> the gang, <laughs> the gang. Hi, Velma. Welcome back with your favourite bunch of people, <laughs> the gang. Do you know how how you had like. Um, the Spice Boys of Liverpool. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> we are uh, not. We are uh, not the doing this. The, 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 the crazy gang. What's, what's, what's our nickname what, then? I, I couldn't think of one. I'm not very, I'm not kind of that one. The ball of just anything <laughs> off the dome. The gang. Let's just call ourselves the Ball Boys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. What a name. Never that's thought that's that. A, that's all we're good for, to be fair. No, but um, Today we're doing an episode on academies, but before we get into that, it's another Reese quiz. Are we going straight into it. the quiz? Yeah, we're doing oh, a quiz. Wait, let me that's, like, that's that's the like little highlight. Of, highlight of my week is this first where I get quizzed and I realise I know nothing about football. Insert jingle here, by the way. We need it. Don't Reese's we? quiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not a top five. It's a career path. Oh, I won't need a phone then for that. That's just off the dome, isn't it? No, you need to write them down. Oh, okay. wow, Don't change is... my fucking format. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. The my aggression. quiz, my rules. <clears throat> the aggression. Oh my God. I'll have to have a different quiz name each week. I didn't do one last time. It was... Quistoff. Yeah. Christopher uh, Uncuku is this one. Christopher Uncuku. Yeah, yeah. Quizmaster Uncuku. Is it going to be a like a... Chris name each week. Quistover. Anything um, to do with quiz? Anything that sounds like quiz that I can't think of. Quiz Rick- Coleman. Ricar- Ricardo Quizma. 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 God. I'll go. I will go on DH Gate and get these printed on the back of a different DH shirt each, each week as well. Right. These are these are based off random players that just popped into my brain. I don't know why. Cinema so, Pongo. First. Oh, Roomy first one. So, first one. When you're ready. Hertha Billy. Oh my God, he's played for about 400 clubs. Fucking oh. hell. Name just a few. No. I can't. Oh, it's a career path. We need to know. Hertha it. Berlin 2. Hertha Berlin 1. <laughs> Spurs. 
What are we doing? We're buzzing in at any moment. Oh my God, I've no. got it already. I'm actually no. typing. Yes, because you just read my phone. No, I didn't. Herford Berlin 2, Herford Berlin, Spurs, Dortmund. Oh no, I didn't. Giveaway, Portsmouth, Genoa, AC Milan, Schalke, AC Milan, Las Palmas, Eintracht Frankfurt, Sassuolo, Barcelona. Fucking great move what? from the agent. How is he doing what? this? <laughs> Whoever he is, is fucking unreal. Fiorentina, <laughs> Besiktas, Monza, Hertha Berlin. Oh, he's got to be German. He has to be German if he's gone back where he started um, at Hertha. It's not I think this I've, guy, is it? I think you, I've, no, no, it's not him. Do you want me to run over it really quick? Both the Hertha Berlin, Hertha Berlin, Spurs, Dortmund, Portsmouth, Genoa, Milan, Ta- Schalke, can we, Milan. Can we, can we know when he started his career? Yeah, what year? What year did he start his career? 2004. Oh, fucking oh hell. God. Jesus Christ. He, that's when his first team game at Hertha Berlin was, yeah? Yeah. Hertha 2. Hertha 2, Hertha 1, Tottenham. Who the fuck Tottenham. is this? Tottenham, Tottenham and Dortmund. <laughs> right, order. Next one. What? <laughs> I've got a player, but I don't think fucking I'm right. I'm going to put this player down, but it's definitely not him. I can't think no, of No, I can't is. think who that is. You, you'll... Oh, no, wait. Kick yourselves with really? that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Michael Owen. Um, Michael Owen? <laughs> what, I mean, how did he go? Know, he I, went He went like, I know this shit, shit, but then I'm not like Barcelona. I'm fucking gobsmacked that you've not, you've not clicked. Right, next one. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm you, fucking baffled. Are you ready? I'm so baffled. Okay, I, I'm not ready for any more, to be honest with you, but go on. Next one. <laughs> This one's fucking... Don't say this, because no. we're just going to boggle our minds. No. My brain's fucking frazzled already. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> this this next one. I'm still thinking about AC Milan, where we went. AC Milan, Fiorentina. Solo, Barcelona. Real Madrid, Barcelona. Unreal agent. Next one. Isn't it? That's a good point as well. There's big clubs over that twice. Right, go on then. Nacional. Groningen. Ajax. Liverpool. Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Nacional, Grêmio. Yeah, I know who it is. Yeah, he's a pizza. Mason don't know. I can tell you. I don't know. <laughs> can you read them out? Can you read out the teams again? <laughs> don't read it. No. Oh no no no. I've you got should it. know. I've got, no, I've got it. I've got it. You should know. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Not- <laughs> no, I just I was Next trying one. to think if he said Ajax to Liverpool or not. Yeah. Next one started in ninety eight. Oh my god, that's horrendous. Wait. <laughs> I'll leave it and I'll explain it. <laughs> Next one. Next why one. am I laughing? I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm I can't, I can't believe what I've just wrote. <laughs> leave it there. We'll leave it there and I'll show you. Right, go on then. Next go on one. Then. Grimio. PSG. Barcelona. AC Milan. Flamengo. Atletico Mineiro. Can't pronounce that one. Begins with a Q. And Fluminen, Flumens, whatever. That's Fluminense. not right, but it's not. That's not right. Wait, Why have I wrote re, re, that? Just name them again, please. Grêmio, PSG, Barca, AC, Flamengo, Atletico Mineiro, Querétaro, and Fluminense. Fluminense. Do you have you got this? Yeah, man. Okay. I'm fucking that's fucking bossing it, lad. That's a piece. I'm fucking bossing it, lad. That's piece of piss. Yeah, that, that is piece of piss. There's two clubs that go between, which should know instantly who that is. What Barca to AC? No, the one before that. Well, there's three in a row. We, we went from PSG to Barca. Yeah, from PSG last to Barca time, to last AC. chance. I'm only giving you. Next one. So, Grêmio, PSG, Barca, AC, Flamengo, Atletico, Mineiro. Not saying the last time. I've been thrown off. 
you should get this. I know. I'm fr- you should fr- get it. Right, next one. I've been thrown off. Next oh one. my god. Next one. He's <laughs> just realised how stupid. Next one. Is. No time for waiting. Oh, wickers. Lens or lons? Lons, yeah. Spurs on loan. Spurs. QPR on loan. QPR. Fulham on loan. AC Milan on loan. Benfica. Genoa. Al Nasser or whatever they are. No, Asser, that one. Oh, no, it's not him. No, it's not him. Fucking hell. Do it again. Say that again. Lens. Spurs on loan. Spurs. QPR on loan. QPR. Fulham on loan. AC Milan on loan. Benfica. Genoa on loan. And Al Nasser. When did he start his career? Nah, I think I've got it. I'm 06. sticking with that, you know. I'm sticking with that because I think that's right. That, oh my that, God. that last one still thrown me. I can't believe he... Massively. If this is the player that I think it is on this one, I, I didn't know he went to Saudi, but sticking with it because I, I think I think the clubs in between... I think I've got that one. Lons. <laughs> no, but he won't the Lons. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's still gonna, that's still baffled me. <laughs> How many? Yeah, right. Got one more. Last, last one. <laughs> no, wait. Let me just tell that. Um, oh my god! I fucking forgot his name. The third one's still baffled. I've, I've last blank. That's <laughs> a blank. Uh, obviously, I'm coming from a place where I know who the players are. I know so that's so what I mean. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. It's easy. This next one is fucking wild. I don't know why his name comes to my head. So I apologise in advance. You ready? Yeah. Go on. Then. Strasbourg B. Strasbourg. A lot of promotions, don't they? Mm. Internal. Southampton. My oh, fuck off. United. Yeah, I know who it is. Everton. Yep. Nice. Western Sydney Wanderers. Do you know if I get this right, I'm actually and a fucking genius. Oh, Konya Spore. Go again. Go again. So Strasbourg B. Strasbourg. Southampton. United. Everton. Nice. Western Sydney Wanderers and Konya Spore. That third one's still baffling me. No, we never played for Southampton. I'm going to kick, kick myself. You're going to kick yourself on all of it. I for will. The third, for the third one, I'm definitely kicking myself. I ain't got a fucking clue. clue about that last one. Yeah, man, you to Everton. See, I don't know. It could this. be like a million players. PSG, then Barca, then... Right. That's still... I can't believe you I got that. If I've got that one, I reckon right. I've got two definites. One I'm pretty certain of. I can't think. I can't think. Right, I, I think Settle I've got down. one. Settle down, gang. I think I've got um, one, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, specific, that is. first one with the world's best agent. Hertha, Hertha, Spurs, Dortmund, Portsmouth, Genoa, AC, Schalke, AC, Las Palmas, Frankfurt, Sassuolo, Barcelona, Fiorentina, Besiktas, Monza, Hertha Berlin. Don't change your answer, Mason. No, I'm not, Go. No, I'm not. Go. Who did you have? I, I, I didn't have a fucking clue, so I just put Lewis Holtby. Who did That's you have? I put Lewis I've Holtby. put Lewis Holtby. Kevin Prince Boateng. Oh, oh of course. Of course. Fuck. The Prince. Fuck. Hertha, Fuck. Hertha to Spurs. <laughs> Then to Dortmund on loan, Portsmouth. I thought Portsmouth was the giveaway. Uh, yeah, completely, completely, completely forgot. Do you know what? This fucked up one of the other answers because I put in for another answer. It's not him anymore. <laughs> Bastard. <is> it? <laughs> not him anymore. So none of you got that. Nah. nah. Next one, which I thought was easy. Yeah. This is one's National, Groningen, Ajax, Liverpool, Barca, Madrid, National, Grêmio. Who have you got, Mason? <laughs> this is what I was laughing at. I put Suarez, but I put Luis Suarez. L E W I S. Luis Suarez. Suarez, yeah. Suarez. Yeah, yeah. Get in. So I got one right. Got I one can't wait for this next one. I've, 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 because if you, if you 
If I've right. got this right and you haven't, I'm going to be fucking gobsmacked. Next one. Grêmio, PSG, Barca, AC, Flamengo, Atletico Mineiro. And I'm Wait, not saying before, the last two Before again. you answer. Adam, before give you us answer, your answer. Yeah. I've not put anything. Right. He was on the front cover of FIFA. And oh, Ronaldinho. Yes, I got it right. I got it right. Right. Get in. Yes. I forgot about Ronaldinho. I'm buzzing. I got Ronaldinho so right. Are... I didn't know he started Grimmie. Reese, just for proof. Ronaldinho. Yeah, 2 right. 2 1. Next one. Two. I think I might have this one as well. Next, I've got two. Next one. Mm, Suarez and. You got two. No, what one? I got Suarez. So You've got two. It's 2 2 1. I got two. You got Suarez. I got Suarez. I got two. <laughs> and Ronaldinho, and Ronaldinho, I can't count. And Ronaldinho, yeah. I can't count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next next one. The first I lose. I think, I think I've got this. Next one. Lons. Spurs on loan. Spurs QPR loan. I ain't got this. QPR. This, this is Kevin Pooh's Bertrand code to me. I've got this. Fulham, AC, Benfica, Benfica, B. Yeah, I, I say, Mason, go. Go. Adel Tarapt. I've put Adel Tarapt. It was Tarapt. Get in, you well fucking done. beautiful man. Well Three, two, I, two. It makes so much sense now. I have fucking no, ch- no chance though. I ain't got a clue for this last one, so I, I, you, I could, you could I get me here. Oh, I'm going to draw with him again. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I want to win. <laughs> if I've got... Well, I'll let you two go. Because okay. I just guessed. I didn't I have a fucking scooby. <gasps> no, well, then I win. That might give me some hope. <laughs> then you no, win. We'll, I'll pull a random player out at the top of my head and then we'll, and we'll have a little tie break. bash it out for a tie break. Sorry. That's not that, this type of oh, that's that's that. Can we not just play soggy biscuits? <laughs> we're, not that kind of, we're not that kind of gang. So, <laughs> next one. Strasbourg, Strasbourg, Southampton, United, Everton, Nice, West and Sydney, we Wanderers, Konya Spore, Morgan Schneider. Yeah, Morgan Schneider. Oh, fuck, I put David Belly on. Belly <laughs> on? <laughs> I didn't have a clue. I literally didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> Is that Luke Peters? Shout out to Luke Peters. I literally didn't have a clue. Oh, shout out Josh Crane as well because he has to shout him out. So that's, yeah. I got three, three. three. You might have to do a little bit. It's three ways, isn't it? It is. Oh, yes. Oh, is it triple? Triple. Oh, go on then. One last one. Go on. We've got to. If we've got the same. I've got to, um, let me just, let me just think of someone first because you're going to have to do some beautiful editing here. That's okay. A few moments later. I don't even have to do that. I just cut that. Okay. Oh, I can't Let believe me, uh, How did I not get Schneider there? Let me just... I see... Uh, there was the man you to... It was Southampton man you ever in. I can't believe I not got Ronaldinho. I, I, I not got, got Ronaldinho. As soon as Wetton said to me, just the PSG blank. to Barca, I was like... Just went, just went, yeah. just went no, blank. You would have, because I was sat there going, who the fuck has played for them? And I was going, Brazil, Brazil to PSG. Who does, who's done that? And then I was like, oh, shit. It's the Gremio one. To, and then when we went Gremio to PSG, I was like, what? And then PSG to Barca's like, just completely, completely went blank. Yeah, I can't. Blankety blank. To be honest, I've gone blank. I can't even think of a little tiebreaker for you, uh, to be honest. Let me go. Think of a random player. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, do Dion Dublin. Plays <laughs> uh, the Jew. Not played for many teams. Plays not, the not Jew. Played, not played for many teams. can't do hashtags, I don't wash them. Hashtag United. PK Humble. I think, yeah, but the, the players that come to mind, they're like, You'll Can all, you not play? You'll any? all probably get him. Well, why don't you do it? We have to. Whoever gets it has to shout out first. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. right I'm back. I've 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 uh, I've thought of one. So this is a uh, fingers right. on buzzers. Just just shout in. Just shout the answer. Shout the player as soon as you think you've got it. Bally, I mean, don't don't sh- sh- really shout. I mean, no, just talk, oh, just talk. Okay. Okay. All right, Wickers. Fucking say it very name. softly. Right, <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> so to to add to this is. Um, his youth career, 
Oh, fuck off. Don't, don't shout out any names for these. He played for FC, I just wanted to say this one, or attempt to say it. He played for FC, Saucy, Andily, Margensi. What the fuck? <laughs> then he played with a, it sounds like he played with a 40-year-old woman, Claire Fontaine. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, the boy. <laughs> Start him so young. And then he had an affair with Claire Fontaine, and then he went to Mets. And then he come through at Mets, so are you ready, yeah? Mets. Newcastle United on loan. Gabriel Obertam. Fulham. Bastard. You can't answer now. No, what? Surely I can. Fulham. <laughs> Manchester United. Everton. Spurs. Lewis Sahar. Well done. Yeah. I was literally just about to say that. I literally came to my head. <sighs> it was Fucking Lewis lost again. What a player. For, well done, Lucas. for, a, for a double... Uh, Who did he go to Newcastle? Yeah, he went to... Who the fuck to Newcastle Fontaine? then to Fulham? Yeah. Did he? He I was in the championship. Do you remember their pizza hut? Go on. Their sponsor. A, um, no. a double... A I little. he was at Newcastle to go to Fulham. No, I didn't. A so. double I bonus at, point then. Where, where did he finish his career? You'll never get it. Oh, Everton. Somewhere in America, probably. Lazio. Did he? Wow. No, he didn't. Go on, Luis Aha. Yeah. Mason, that was such a premature shout. Gabriel Obertan. I was trying to win. That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Gabriel Obertan. went to Newcastle after that. Because I thought I've already mentioned him today. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might just fucking crop That was again. a great shout, by the way. What a striker he was. Great striker. Who was it that said that he was like the hardest play, hardest striker he played against? It was a defender, centre back, said he was the um, hardest. Uh, Claire Fontaine said he was the hardest striker <laughs> she ever played with. Didn't, um, didn't Vidic say how good he yeah, he, he did. Or oh, Fernand. Tra- oh, Fernand. Fernand said it on crouches, didn't yeah. he? So Lewis Hall was a joke. Because he could play, he was both footed as well. It's unreal. Interesting. Very can good he, player. Can he play me? So today we are doing academies. And I mean, if you listen to us when we did Ball Boys, we, we covered this. But this that doesn't count now. So we're going to revisit Mason. That was crap. <laughs> Who is it? Who is Ball Boys? Yeah, yeah some other shit podcast. Oh, yeah. We are the Ball Boys gang. <laughs> the fuck the gang. The crew. <laughs> the crew. Right. Um, so, obviously, um, if no one's really caught on to it, Mason had a, a background in playing for, for We're Derby. digging up trauma. Yeah, we're digging it's up trauma. going to give me PTSD, <laughs> the whole thing. I'm going to um, leave her shaking. But, but not to blow smoke up your arse or anything, but... I don't want I mean, to smoke up my ass, mate. You can, you, if you want to give a brief overview of your background, Mason, because obviously you, you know it more than me. I don't want to um, get wh- the details What, from, from into academies? So, so like, you, you played for Derby, didn't you? Yeah, so where, so where have you played? And so, from what age? I started to... when I was six years old, and I got scouted when I was playing for Carlton Town. I played one full season, 34 games, scored stupid amount of goals can't remember um and then Drag. no just it was easy <laughs> um and then oh, i scored eight goals in one game didn't get scouts <laughs> wow. wrong timing wrong timing um and then i went to derby um i was at derby from six to 16 and then did my scholar at chesterfield afterwards until i was 18 i think it's important to to note though you're obviously a forest fan and you had yeah. three you had the choice of three clubs. Yeah, I, I was training at Notts, Leicester, and Forest, and I chose as well as and as well as Derby. So four, um, clubs. so four clubs, but Notts folded or Notts. There was like a development. Yeah, it was like it wasn't was like weird. a proper academy. It was a bit strange at that time. The academy was always in and out. I yeah, that though, even like when we was at school, because people would get scouted for them, they go there, then it just fold again. I obviously, Beansborough, I remember going to watch him train at Notts. 
and it was it's in the in the ground. It was in the ground, and it was and like it was on what, like the. You've got like yeah, a five, yeah, like yeah. a five yeah. side indoor thing. It was yeah, on like on like the school hall floors. Yeah, I've, play, I've I've been there. It's horrible. Like the old wooden laminated floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they much. used to do the football in the communities, that was like it was in those when you was when I was a kid, and until they took over at Power League, and you loved to go in there. It was great. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's also important to note that when you say like six, people go, "God, that's young." You're not actually allowed to attribute yourself to a club until you're nine mm. so that's why you could train that's why you can train yeah that's why i was just i was so, training every day and then you have club. to make a decision at nine years old yeah. don't you you can then yeah. you can then only sign for one club no i think it's at. i think it was eight that they made it because it was under yeah, eight because that's when the first yeah. one but then under eights are still like a pre-academy type thing from from, from being a forest fan though so obviously people who are listening to this will know their massive rivals yeah. What made you choose Derby over the other ones then? Because obviously some people won't know the the finer yeah. details. Because obviously we we know you, so we know the details. But I let you I've take said, it away. Purely, my decision was just my friends were there. I had more friends at Derby, but I think as time progressed, which we'll get, <clears throat> probably get onto, it was like a footballing decision because. Forest at the time wanted really big lads and physical footballers, um, whereas Derby were probably ahead of the time in that sense. Kills me to say um, that they wanted pure footballers, so it just su- it suited me more. Like with with friends that were going there, obviously I had two best friends that signed for them at the same time as me as well. So it just it just made so much more sense. Yeah, I think it. Once again, I'll probably chime in a few times. Just <laughs> being alone, alongside. Okay. I know it's about me this one. <laughs> I was no just being alongside him on the journey he, he's not he's always going to underplay it but it was the type of it sounds daft when you're like eight but it's the type of player you could see he was going to be mm. was probably it'd be better suited to that yeah it was definitely of. a better suited thing I think I can remember mum dad saying to him like well where are your friends I think that that was just the underlying that's thing that's got to it? be such an important role especially yeah, when yeah. you're young your decision obviously you said that was influenced by that but I think that's got to be such an important role in you you developing well surely because if you're comfortable in your environment straight off mm. the bat yeah. then you're going to be more comfortable on the grass yeah, it's the only decision it would be the only decision if if, if, well, my, if, my, chi- off, if my childhood said they was happier there because they had friends there that that's it that, yeah it's simple now. Like you, I wouldn't take my kids back to somewhere where there's like I don't like it because I don't like the kids, regardless of what it was. Where even if it was just whatever. But, but then obviously the fact that you've made that decision yourself and all that. But there must be so many kids out there that around that age when you did it, even now, um, where the parents will force them into certain certain decisions. Yeah. There must be. Do you know what I mean? And also not not many kids. You've struggled to find that many kids that are lucky enough to have that many choices. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Not not many yeah. kids have the choice of no. the four local teams in the area. Yeah, literally the Midlands clubs. Yeah, you had all the East Midlands the clubs. Me- the biggest Midlands clubs, Notts County, Forest. The only one you was missing off was Mansfield. You could have completely I don't even think they had an academy, to be honest. Fair enough. Point, no. oh. Mansfield. But, but we'll, that, co- we'll how, come on how, to it. Yeah. So, obviously, you're getting scouted at six. Mm-hmm. How does that process work? Um, it was actually... I was playing on the side of the pitch watching Reese play. Why? Who was this supposed to be scouting, Mason? Reese. He come to watch I me. I came to watch Reese on, and I was on the side of the pitch, and Reese played that badly. No, watched Mason I think Reese actually ups, played so really well. I think Reese scored a couple of goals. <laughs> he watched Mason do kickups on yeah. the side and signed him. Um, I think, <laughs> what was the guy's name? Ray Bradley. No, there was another. There was an old guy at Forest, and he scouted loads of players, and there was two blokes <clears> watching the game, and then it was an old boy who played who from his name. 
I can't remember his name. I want to say it was like Mel or Mal or something like that, an old bloke. And go on, you tell him. Uh, anyway, but yeah, he seen me playing with my dad on the side of the pitch, just kicking a ball around. So, and so he went, he approached my dad and was like, how old is he? And my dad, my dad was literally like, I think I was five actually at the time. Four. Five, <laughs> five nearly turning six. And they were like, oh, we want him. Like we want him to come to the, to the pre-academy bit so and that's why reese hates me yeah, <laughs> and then well, i was never spoke to again i don't think <laughs> no but then like so obviously he speaks to your, to your dad but then like do you know what they're kind of looking for in a ticking process because i know when you did a bit of scouting voluntary voluntarily for for knots as well so you can kind of you might have an insight into this of like the tick sheet almost yeah so it was quite I, only for a short period of time because i felt like uh wanted to get into football like not in the playing sense because I was never going to make it anywhere near as a footballer do you know what I mean so mm. but obviously I love football so I decided right we'll give the scouting thing a go and luckily I knew somebody at the time that could get me into that and did and it basically set you up with like um, you had an app on your phone and the app obviously had a tick list on it and you'd go and watch games and you'd literally tick tick the list and send it off do you know what I mean? That was it. And you'd get given games that you wanted to go and see um, and you'd have to go and speak to the managers, introduce yourself and all that shebang. Um, but I think one of the roughest parts of it from that sense, and I didn't do it for very long. I must have done it for like five or six games and then they, were, they end up asking you to do things out of the blue. And obviously, you, what I didn't consider was the fact that it's just like so intense and you've got to be like at the beck and call sort of thing. Really, if you want to make it, you've got to be able to just drop everything and go travel to wherever. And I've got a life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it just would never worked out. So that's why I stopped it. But I think the big one of the biggest eye-openers for me was as soon as parents knew that it was a scout, and I do that with my little inverted commas, yeah. fingers. Air quotes. Yeah, air quotes. Because um, I wouldn't refer to myself as a scout at all. I just yeah. tried it for a bit. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But as soon as they knew there was a scout there, well, fucking hell. They were straight over to him. Oh, are you looking, are you looking at? Are you looking at? My mm. son's this, my son's that. And the parents were so bad. So bad. Bad influence on the, on the whole process. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because they're almost like forcing their kid to try and play beyond Be what... Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just to impress you. Do you mm. know what I mean? Which you, you was fortunate, really, in that respect. Yeah, but I, went, I wasn't even playing a game. So there was no tick sheet. There was nothing. I just got like... A, a glancing eye if you like and then but, yeah but they, they also tell you what they're looking for John. yeah so like, and then in respect of you think that person's a great flair player yeah even if it's what was I doing I think I was doing nines I think I was doing under nines or something like that and you yeah even clip though, that fucker <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's not a good one is it didn't really phrase that in the best way did I but yeah I think I was scouting the under nines yeah. in the region of Nottinghamshire <laughs> Football, yeah. Football, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Football, yeah. local talent. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you just kept walking into it. I just kept I know, up, I'm just teaming myself up. Anyway, have you got a hard drive they need to know about? <laughs> Whoa, a, a football dossier one. <laughs> football dossier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 Mason, you get scouted. Obviously, you yeah. get you get looked at by my wetting by by, <laughs> by by Notts Forest, Leicester, and, and Derby. You choose Derby at nine because you want to be there as your. <clears throat> With, with your mates yeah then how does it work year to year or is it like obviously now if you've there's loads of documentaries on, on academies like the crystal yeah, palace the one palace is the most one, recently yeah. um, obviously they're getting a year extension or maybe even two yeah, years extension. how does it how did it work at derby it's 
strange, really, because you don't really know what's going on to begin with. I'd probably say you don't really have like serious meetings or anything till like 13s, 14s, maybe. Um, but it's just like a year, roll, literally like a rolling contract. At the end of every season, that you'll have a meeting. Do like, are you going to be here next year? Yes or no? And then it, you just take it from there, really. It's like, I think for a person to be released, a person, a kid to be released at a young age, you've got to be doing something badly wrong. Like one of my friends got released for his bad behaviour. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's nothing to do with football and ability. <laughs> Obviously, we're never on well. Um yeah, so like it's it's just a roll it's a rolling contract. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's, and then I think when it gets to like fourteens it then goes into a two-year to take you up to 16s, where obviously that's where the big decision is. And how often do you train in? Train is... Literally, it was so structured for me all the way through. Um, training would be... Fish and tu- Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, game Sunday. That's And that's that's literally set in stone from now. At that young age? From now, yeah, from under nines until 15s. Did that, you, that's set. Was it... Um, would you say like... I was going to say the Thursday was the Thursday like a technical session. Was there no, 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 no. So was they all just normal football and training? It wasn't like Tuesday was shape. Yeah, no, no. There was no, yeah. there was no. <laughs> no, but like fucking hell, I'd confuse no, no. a kid, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, I just fucking didn't know. You'd be surprised, mate. Yeah, oh, no, no, I know, I yeah. You'd be surprised because when I used to watch the training for the under nines at Notts County, they they were doing the shape and the tactics and all that. That like to a point where you're like, I didn't realize this went on at this level. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You'd be surprised. Yeah, it's it's like it's just technical stuff, really. Technical. There's no fitness involved because I don't think, unless it's like first day back, and then we did like these tests, like sprint tests, the L run, no T run, sorry, uh, jump tests where you had to jump and like slap the rollers. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we'd do like a a plank, like core test and stuff. That was like first session back, but then you went straight onto the balls, so, like straight away. Until that was until probably. 14s and then that was when it started to like fine tune and stuff well no through from 9 to 14 then do you it's, it's probably hard to remember but do you feel any pressure or is it just oh, I'm just nah. I'm just playing football yeah, you, just, you, it just so happens that I'm playing for a club rather than your yeah, local team it's just it's just more sh- structure really more, um, more, more, more professional yeah, yeah but professional, like, yeah. like me and Reese and Adam we grew up obviously playing with our friends at a lower level you just played with your friends at a club, like you at a club. So yeah, you're still playing just, and enjoying football because you're with your friends. Yeah, you just get treated like a not a pro necessarily, but you get treated nicely, and you, you get stuff put out and laid out for you. That's you, like a picture. This, this is a bit of like I've just kind of thought of this now because I I know someone who's obviously trying to get like there'll be parents wanting their kids to get into academies or yeah. get to a level. Do you think the amount of training you're doing now, you were doing then, was enough for you, or do you think you could have done more in terms of like, I bet because I know you're obviously a coach now. Would you do like? Would you do you think you should have done like more one to ones and all that uh, sort of stuff, or do you think it's like because obviously that age, that age, that age, you, it's crucial age obviously because you're yeah. always growing. So like, you're gonna have your aches and pains in your body. Yeah. Is it too much on a kid like doing I think- almost training like a professional? Do you know what I mean? Because there are, there are people who are doing that. I'd say, yes, it was fi- it was fine for me. Um, <coughs> but then obviously when, when it was fine for me probably until 14s, like I was never injured once. Um, and then obviously, like you say, when you start to grow and stuff, uh, uh, like a, what's the word? 
when you when you hit when you hit puberty yeah so um it it was fine until then like it was more than enough um but then if you think about it like you you love football you're always going to be playing football like That's i think only right. i think only recently i'd say last few years as have players that of a younger age started to do extras mm. because I was only really introduced to extras when I was full time. Yeah. That was the only time I want a coach would say to me, you need to do extras that yeah. like until then it was like you work with us and you go home and you, and you chill and you do what you got to do at home. Like go on YouTube go and play on, Call of Duty. Go on, go on COD <laughs> and GTA and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, obviously then when you get to 14 and then you said, it starts to go to two years because then you're going to get yeah. to your apprentice. The, four, the 14s is the only two years you get offered. How serious does it get then? And like, what are the pressures um, around not only your coaches, but even maybe parents or other players? Do do players almost change how they play? Because, yeah, I think because there's so much pressure to win a contract almost, it, basically. It changes like almost drastically. It's quite strange. Mm. Um, you get added an extra day in the training. You would then go in Monday to do gym as well, just gym. And you get introduced to protein shakes. I'll never forget that was the strangest thing ever. Um, you may as well say it now. Yeah, I can, I can remember being in the gym and they were teaching us how to do stuff properly. Um, and was doing gym sessions and stuff. And then I'd come out and I was just like, what the fucking hell was the point in that? Like, Because I was just so young. Mm. Um, but obviously, reasonings behind it and stuff. But yeah, from 14s, they had, they had the Monday. Um, I think you, you start to do day games at 15 because you start to get day release um, on a Tuesday. So every Tuesday from year 10 onwards for me in school, I, I didn't didn't go in school. I had day release. So that's like a, a a teaser almost and a tester for building up to your scholarship. So that they're, they're the, the two massive changes. You, you get a Monday added, but you're also there all day on a Tuesday. I think there's a, a lot of stress with that though, isn't there? Now when you think... That same year, so it's like year eight, uh, no, nine, year nine. nine and so that's ten, like yeah. also when you're choosing like your options. So you've got to keep an open mind as to what would I want to be if I didn't be a become a footballer. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of people don't actually know this, but you you pick X amount of GCSEs. I think it's or subjects, don't you? You pick. I think yeah. it's like six subjects. Yeah, yeah. But because I was away every Tuesday, yeah. I had to drop a subject. So I was all already one behind. I was already one behind in GCSE terms. Obviously, it didn't really matter for me because I chose a different route. But yeah, I was. I had to drop one of my subjects. And whenever I had that subject on my timetable, I had to go into a room called like the base with where they meant to, for the like the, the challenging kids and the behavior unit kind of thing. Um, me and a lad who played Forest were the only ones who got day release, and we had to go and do our work and catch up on the day that we missed yeah so like from from that's obviously it when it ramps up properly mm. that's that's not 14s that's 15s when that starts and then the the pre-season tours started then as well which is another obviously a, a big change and a difference because they they start to see you outside of football as well yeah so they're like the main the main things really it's it's also a massive change like developmentally then as well isn't it no, and you think 14, you've got Derby could see a kid who's like technically really good and thinking, oh, I might like be a little bit heavy. But I think um, they put a lot of emphasis on the parents and how the, how the parents are built and things like that. So now when um, there's, a, there's a player, I won't, I won't mention him because I don't know where he is or what he ended up doing, but he was quite a heavy kid. 
And then, but they used to look at his dad who was on the sidelines. He was like six foot six, like absolute unit, like massive, massive bloke. And it felt like they kept them sort of players on because they're going, oh, well, he's a chubby kid now. We'll keep him on at 14 because it's like their age of puberty as well. And then likewise, some of the kids who were the taller ones, they sort of stayed behind mm. and, and fell behind. So it's it's a it's a big sort of it's, it's there's a lot that goes into it at fourteen, even yeah. even beyond football. Do you know what I mean? They look at they look at how players are built and how they will potentially develop. In exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Like so you have to see beyond beyond it a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's true though, isn't it? Kids can be dead skinny and uh, put muscle on, or they can be really chunky yeah. They start and lose all their weight, puppy fat, if you want to call it that. Yeah. They started to feed us as well, and they started to speak to us and have little. Like obviously you're there all day, so they've got you all day. You're not just going to train. What about like nutrition? Yeah, they, like we'd that? have like little chats about nutrition. And that's when as well, obviously on the day release, sometimes we'd play on the Sunday. We'd, we'd get to say the academy at nine. Um, and then we'd analyze our own clips and we'd sit there with, with our headphones on. We'd all have our own individual computers and we'd watch our own clips. So that's obviously... It's, Where, it's when like did that start? The, that was 15s. Yeah, so you're starting to get into the analytics. Yeah, of it's start, it's well, basically then. it's like a like reviewing said, your game. Yeah, like I said earlier, it's wrong, like this a, is what you could do better. Yeah. How do you think you should you could But the thing they like they, they it, yeah, they didn't ask us questions. They, oh, right, they, they left you. us in the room and would literally I can remember being sat and fucking around, to be honest. There was a few of us sat and I can remember watching clips from games and you'd go on and you'd like have a fire or whatever, Mason Coy center mid v crew for example and you you just watch your bits um and then every so often you'd just be walking in the corridor or something and academy manager at the time or whoever would literally just start asking questions to make sure that you were doing it because they'd le- it's like a they'd leave you a, a sense of responsibility, responsibility. yeah to actually cover yeah your clips yeah yeah and see what, to what. see if you actually did it because there was a few lads in there lads who are pros now and they f- and they just fuck about and they'd end up throwing pens across the room at people with with headphones on and stuff because obviously your kids aren't you like yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah they they almost test it's a test yeah they? they're like they're like little tests so got, because they're trying to see your character aren't they yeah as well. yeah yeah and they they want to see who wants to do it yeah because if in less than a year's time you if you're gonna get a scholar you're gonna be doing that a lot more as well so there is like a massive drastic like, change from from one age group to the next but then. You, they start adding more and more as time gets closer towards the scholars. It's mad, isn't it? Like when you think of like everything that goes into it, like you're on about clips and stuff like that. At that age, it's a young age, but th- not only that, the club's investing all that time and effort. Yeah, it's to, crazy. Se- to section off each player's clips. Yeah, that's fifteen years, fifteen years old. You say fifteen, you know? yeah, like 14, fifteen years 15. old within that the academy. So everybody at that age level um, is playing in that squad for that year. Every game, they've, mm. they've videoed and broken down each clip for each player. Yeah, that's that's mental. It's a lot, right? of, How, a lot of work. Goes I into bet it. that, and then from fifteen onwards, all the way up through the first, up to the first team, it, it happens. That's a yeah. lot of resources they, being used. They, that's what they start to do as well. They start to integrate you around the first team as well. So yeah. like we would eat in the first team ca- like cafeteria and stuff. See, like. that's good. I yeah, think that's. Yeah. I think that's a good thing to do yeah, because you can yeah. see. You can then see. As a young lad, you can see that you can get to the. You cannot. You're, they're in touching distance, essentially. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like you're that's the, the table I yeah. want to be sat at. Yeah. In 
four years' time. They'd get chicken you know I mean? and everything, though. We had fucking beans on toast. <laughs> toast. They had all the nice it's stuff. A, it's a really what did you do? Thing. You used to get the bones off the... Uh, off yeah, the yeah. Fucking chuck the bones down to you. You used to yeah. gnaw the bit of meat off the bone. It's a good thing, but it's a bad thing, though, isn't it? Because then you're getting so close to it. You're like a false sense yeah, of security. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. You, you, it added, it added a lot you of pressure. Drop yeah, like it, a it did add a lot 14, of pressure. 14, 15, 16, you then, you're aware then, aren't you? Mm. You know that they're the first team. You, you know what's yeah, coming you, up. You would decision. surely, you would, and you get what you're saying, but you would surely want to be able to see where you can get to rather than... Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like if you train in a completely separate place, well, you probably train separate but if you ate separate, did everything separate, never saw them whatsoever, you're like, yeah, you can just go through the motions, but then you've got nothing to strive towards. In my yeah, opinion. no, I completely, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. But then... Just looking at it from no 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 I just want to say I mean. see it both ways but I'd still rather have that oh, yeah, that would. of that goal yeah. in front of my eyes yeah. like it's like dangling the carrot in front of the front of you isn't it essentially mm-hmm. like yeah. you're putting the you're putting a little fucking dog chew in front of a dog that it can never get and it's constantly chasing it do you know what I mean that's yeah. basically what you're doing which is a bit cruel but it's also you can it's part and parcel of it yeah yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. take it in your stride you don't like like I said I said oh it's pressure but I, not once did I think oh, I'm under so much pressure here at that age anyway. I I wouldn't I'd know I'd just go in a bit. But you'd football. also been there from that younger age. Your also feet was fir- firmly under the carpet. Yeah, conditioned to in your opinion. Sorry, in your mind, mm. you'd have been conditioned to be at that club and nothing's ever gonna change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that, yeah. and that's also a negative obviously it's a massive negative point, really, mm. because you're so used to this is a day in, day out, this will never change. It happens to all of us. Like especially like you know when you're at school for the five years into yeah. well, well, sorry, younger than that, obviously when you come through school. But every day you're at school, you got no responsibilities. No. You got nothing. Then all of a sudden overnight, you turn six, 16, 17, you have to get a job. And then you have to go to college and you're on the street. It okay, changes. the real world. Yeah, it changes and it's drastic. And it's a, yeah. it's a really negative thing because you feel it under the carpet, you think it's never going to change. And, and then, then all of a sudden it gets to your pros and all that. And, and if you if you can't cope, <clears throat> you then chuck by the wayside. I mean, I won't, won't mention the player's name. I think we all know who the player is, but there was a, there's a player who left come on trial for you didn't he around that sort of time mm. and oh yeah and yeah. Sh- just struggled cried walked off the pitch and now they're a pro in the prem like it's it's crazy it's, it's crazy the dick but well, obviously that's do you know who it is wickers yeah there's, yeah there's no we have spoke about it before yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just it just showed, but that's shows different environments different academies do different things that the derby academy wasn't suited to him and it was so obvious yeah and he's gone elsewhere and then thrived because I can remember playing the same player months later and he was a different animal so like wasn't necessarily amazing but like it was just a complete different animal compared to the one that was in training and that happened I think someone said that that me and you know what and maybe that happened with like Jamal ourselves when yeah. it was like throughout the summer everyone's thinking oh he's gonna get released come back the next summer and just like the, the puberty thing happened just bulked out and just became an absolute yeah, beast, beast sort of yeah. thing I think that happens but Obviously, you've mentioned at right at the start you were at Derby till sixteen, yeah, and then went to Chesterfield. So what happened? Um, you at we Derby? started started the sixteen season. It was really good. Um, was playing a lot of games, playing all the usual all the usual people, uh, Liverpool's and big teams like that. And we were we were possibly the best. Um, I was captain, doing really well, and then I just a lot of things happened, a lot of changes happened in the club and it just went fucking downhill from there, to be honest. Um, are we going into detail? Do I have to go into detail? 
I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I, I was captain, playing really well, scoring a few goals from centre mid. Um, and then somebody came in, Craig Short came in, took over. Um, because I think I can't remember who the manager was at the time. Might have been McLaren. McLaren got sacked, and it was like a domino effect down to the youth team, down to the 16s. Um, Is that because others had to step up? Other, people stepped up, yeah. So everyone, but then. No, I think everyone, there was, I can't remember what it was, but he came from above where we were. So I think he was something to do with the youth team. Um, and he came down and the first the first game was like, there was three games left, four games left of the season. And I'd captained and been a part, a big part of all of them. Um, and he dropped me first game. Um, the first game that Craig the first Short first game Craig Short was in charge. He, he came in and dropped me. I scored two the week before away at Crew one two nil. Um, came in and he dropped me. Um, and he brought in a friend of his, a lad who I knew. Um, brought in a friend of his and then another lad. And the other lad took my position. He was an Irish lad. Came in and played in my position. And then I didn't even get on on that game. I don't think I might have played the last ten minutes. Um, and I I didn't think anything of it to be honest. Um. Went in the week after, um, and we were playing. I can't remember who it was. Someone at Moor Farm again. Might have been Coventry. Um, and James Madison had been was playing. James Madison. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, I think it actually was. Yeah, because me and him used to scrap like fuck like all the time. Like I stood on his head and all sorts. Like <laughs> literally used to honestly used to go used to go at it like proper. So he was like um, because because he was the only he was Canton, he right? was the only kid who who was smaller than me, but it was, I couldn't fucking get near him. Yeah, yeah. And it, and I used to, you've seen me when I play, I lose my head so easily, yeah. but I'm not a nasty footballer, but I just thought, I, I need to hurt him. <laughs> I need to hurt him because he's taking the fucking piss out of me. Um, yeah, and then I got bought on at half time for the lads who Craig Short had bought in, in that game. I played really well. So I thought, oh, like, I'm, I'm back in now. Yeah. But there was never any, any doubts about whether I was getting a, a, a new contract or anything like that. And then, um, I actually asked. I went in and asked and said, like, what, like, what, what's going off? Um, and he said, like, nothing, like, it's fine. Just carry on playing, blah, blah, blah. And everything was fine. Um, and then we had my meeting. We had so two. Telling you what you want to hear, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had two games left. Um, one of them was Forest away, and then one was another home game. I think it was Birmingham. Um, and then in the week we had our meetings, and my meeting was the first meeting. Um, and I went in, sat down. And it was Craig Short, Darren Moss was the academy manager and my manager at the time previous, um, which was Lee Glover. Um, and they, he just sat me down. Craig Short was like, we don't want to let you go because we feel like you're going to bite us on the bum, but we're not going to give you a contract. So obviously I was just sat, I was complete silence. And my dad next to me, my dad was like, like what does that mean? Like, what are you doing? Um, and they said, basically, we're going to give you a six-week six week trial to prove yourself. Bear in mind, I'd been there for 10 years. And you was the captain? I was the captain f- and up until two weeks before. Done, done nothing wrong. I scored two, one, two nil away, and I, I had the fucking armband on. Like, one of the main things that I said earlier about when we was reviewing the clips, mm. that's why I said V-Crew, was because I can remember being sat on my headphones on, everyone was talking around me, I'm going to shut up, I want to watch my goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to watch my goals, because that was the week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... 
yeah, he just said, well, you've got a six-week trial to prove yourself. And then that, that was it, really. Um, my That's dad, demoralising in the sentence. Yeah, away, like I can... You're, you're then going to be thinking, like, what can I possibly do in these six weeks that I haven't done in the last 10 years? That I haven't done years? in the last 10 years, yeah. And I left. I can remember just being, like, in a state, really. Um, yeah. And my dad was effing and jeffing to me when we was leaving. I've walked out and all the parents are stood there with the kids who were next. And they're like, you, like, you got one, didn't you? Did you get one? And I was like, no. Nah. No, like, I didn't know what to say. Like I was just, we just left. I think just, just to add on that though, like you, whether you like to admit it or not, I think there was probably you and a couple of others who were like the nailed on ones. I was, I, I, in my head, I was going in hundred percent. Like, yeah, sound. No, like, like, not even an issue. Never was an issue. I like, I was getting parents messaging. I've still got the messages on Facebook Messenger. Parents messaging me and saying like, oh, here's the pictures from your Liverpool game. Good luck on Tuesday or whatever. Because the parents used to take photos and stuff like, and we always used to think it was dead good and put them on yeah, Facebook. Course, yeah, yeah. Um, and they was like, "Yeah, like here's your pictures. Good luck on Tuesday." And I was like, "Oh, I'm nervous." And one of the messages was like, "Don't worry about it. You're like you're number one on everyone's list. Like you're fine. Like you've got one. You, like it's there. You just need to sign it." Basically, obviously that's not the account that's coming from parents and stuff. Yeah, but like, I was going into it thinking, "Yeah, like yeah. not even being arrogant or anything. I just I was one of the main fixtures in a, in a good team. Like especially <laughs> when you're strange. when you've been there that long as well." And once again, it's probably, it's not, I, I obviously know you well enough. It's not in your character to say you was one of the, there was like a couple of years above you was like Will Hughes. I was playing above my age group. That, yeah. that the start of the 16s, well, I missed a big bet. I went on tour to Holland, uh, to Scotland, sorry, with, with lads who were two years above me. Mm. There was me, um, a lad who's a pro now, and we played two years above us in a tournament with the scholars. That, that's what I'm And we started. We started every game and we played Aberdeen on Aberdeen's ground, like all sorts. Oh, really? Yeah. And we started every game. And there was lads who were two years older than me sat on the bench now playing in this position. Wow. That was at the start of the season. It's crazy. That, yeah. And that's the point. I know it's sort of, this is like an academy podcast and obviously it's going to get personal to you because it, it, it's your experience. Mm. But I think if you, if you step that back and look at it as a whole, that's like a massive message to parents straight away. Like these people who are already spending the kids money do you know what i mean mm. they're already spending the wages that they think this kid's getting yeah it's never set in stone is it Nothing and that's that's how quick or also or also just like it, 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 as good as your son or daughter may be like obviously you were a good player mason and you still mm. are a good player but it's unfortunate with some of the injuries you've had that you're not playing right now um but i think parents also should really be having a plan b for their child yeah, Do you know what I mean? that's the issue with me. I never, I never, this because is, it was yeah, just so, is, it was. This is what this song getting yeah. It wasn't specifically aimed at you. That no, no, it, no. But there is this thing where parents should be also savvy because around that age, you, you're still young kid. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. are t- tailor-made in your head to be like football, 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 which is fair enough. It's all all but, I know. Yeah, parents parent I mean. should have a plan B for their kid. There should yeah. be a duty of care there from 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 parents. And I know yeah. that sounds and like I think a parents, really yeah. easy thing to say because parents should do that anyway. But not a lot of them will think, do that because think, they'll be so adamant. Oh, my son or my daughter is going to get a contract. They just forget about the important thing of what happens if not. Because let's be fair, it's widely known to everybody that the percentage chance of making it is so very slow. Low, yeah. Even for some people that have clapped good footballers. I think a lot of parents go into it with naivety. Really. Blinkers. Blinkers on. My kid's the best. My kid's going to make it. And it, the be-all the be and end-all of it is more than likely not going to. So would you say the duty of care is 
from all parties, really. Yeah, hundred parents. Parents have to, but like at the same time, clubs don't. Yeah, help. of course. Clubs. I think that's quite obvious. Clubs yeah, no, they, they don't really do their. Do I, like, yeah. I, you're a, you're a product at the end of the day. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, you're you're a number in the yeah. fucking system. The whole the whole family get duped into it though, because like, I probably never said this to him, but like in my head, like cause obviously I'm already at work and stuff. In my head, I'm thinking that my brother's going to be a pro footballer. Like, it's nailed on. Yeah. You get duped into that sort of way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And and you do. And to the point where it's one of the biggest moments of his life. But I can remember where I was when my dad rang me and told me that he didn't get kept on. And I was, I was absolutely gobsmacked. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, even I couldn't, like, fathom it. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to me. So, imagine, and I'm three, four years older. Mm-hmm. Imagine what that does to the person. It's not as if like, they just said the no either. I can't imagine because this is this is where the duty of care thing like really is quite shocking within football because the mental health side of it mm. then becomes a real issue. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're creating it, problems mm. for people that shouldn't have problems like that, yeah, severity, yeah. from that young age. With the dangle you know the mean? carrot in front the, of you the, the whole six weeks. But yeah, they I, didn't, mean, I think I remember yeah, in the, the private... Week, yeah, the, pri- the six weeks I got promised to play both the 90-minute games and... We got to Forest away and I was on the bench. It's like I think I remember you telling us before, like you were even getting told before obviously all the managerial changes were like, Oh, your your set pieces are worth millions and all that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's that there, season so. that season built I got built up to be the next big thing. Incredible, yeah. Like yeah. literally it's 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 fuck it, it sounds so self indulgent talking about it, but that's literally I'm just saying it as it was. No, it's not the no, it's yeah. what you got told. Yeah, I literally I was getting told all sorts from left, right, and centre. I was getting agents ringing my dad. Oh, really? Wanting to be. I was getting people coming up to me. I'll sort you out. Like, put me on the wing. I'll give you X amount of boots. I'll give you blah blah blah. I still remember his name. I won't say it. Oh, but he's yeah, a fucking cunt. Yeah, <laughs> no, he is. Like, he, he pulled me to his house. This this was after I'd been released. Pulled me to his house and was getting up. Rafa Benitez's number. Also Wenger's number. To see, I can look after you. I can look after you. I promised me the world delivered fucking little. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's. Like Rickard said, you're a product. Even what if you age pop, is this? This was 16. After, this, this is this, what I'm saying. That's a ridiculous. week after I'd been after I'd gone into Derby, forced Derby to say, "Listen, what's going off with this six week thing?" Um, this is after the second game, which I did start, played really well in. Um, and Derby were like, "Oh, we can't, we can't." So they kept me there for. A, I think it, it ended up being like four weeks after the decision that but they'd already made. I could have gone somewhere else, but it later later found out that that was the reason why they did it. So they, they didn't want me to go anywhere else because they said to me they don't want me to go and bite them on the bum and them look stupid. Um, so they've is that is that, is that like a, a regret on probably yours and maybe even your dad's behalf? Then that you you just didn't you decided oh, I'll just I'll just go now anyway and go. No no of- no! Like it, it got to the point where I was coming off the pitch nearly in tears hmm. at that Birmingham game I can remember coming off the pitch nearly in tears and my dad looked at me and he was like you need to ask the question like he said I, ca- I can't do it for you hmm. um, because obviously I don't think but do, been... do you wish you just like once they told you that and you just said now I'm going to go somewhere else do you I... wish that had happened mm, yeah but like what what possibly would have probably similar thing yeah. would have happened anyway so mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. It was just like I wanted to be there. I wanted to be at that club, yeah. rightly Sorry, or wrongly. Yeah, yeah it's all I all I knew was Derby for the last ten years. Like ten years is a long time. Never yeah, mind, especially in, when you're only six. Especially when you're only a baby. Like yeah, yeah. It's, so it's it's just the whole thing of it is just they didn't give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. Like this whole time, I'm thinking all they're thinking about was me. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Because it was me living it, 
And then now I look back at it, I'm like, oh my God, like they literally, they shafted me to the point of where there was hot, like no coming back from really. Obviously I did come back from it, but like they, they fucked me up so badly. So do, do you think to, like, go on, sorry, carry on. No, no, go on. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, so like, obviously it's quite um, an in-depth thing that we're talking about here, but yeah. Um, so from your experiences to now, do you believe that things have got better? From, do you think from, things have got better? It's from, probably difficult for me from my position. I only speak to so, a few academy lads who I coach now, mm. um, but I'd say it's fairly similar. Yeah, okay. It's fairly similar. There's, there's a lot more, like I think Wick has touched on it earlier, there's a lot more help but it's not necessarily help. It's just to tick a box. Yeah. Arse covering. It's arse covering and box ticking. That's that's the way to look at it. Like there was a lad who I did one-to-one sessions with. He was at Derby. He's coming next week. I was like, how's it going at Derby? He was like, I don't play for Derby anymore. I play for Lincoln. That was never a thing when I was that age, Mm -hmm. ever. Because I was like, I'm set in my... But like, I think they've stopped doing contracts Mm -hmm. in academies and they've made it so you can just fucking do what you want. Come and and it's like you. a it's like a free for all, yeah. So like he they've obviously had a chat with the, with the coach and said or the parent and the coach and said like X Y Z isn't working, so he's gone. All right, I'll go to Lincoln then. Yeah, but then they're um, it's clever from the clubs because then they're not obligated to look after you either. Mm-hmm. No, they they no, could, like, they're like, all they're not their possession. Exactly, you're not their possession, so they haven't got a duty of care to you. All it, all it sounds like to me, even like though they don't really do that anyway. Well, when you when you're talking about it, like if you work for, if you don't like work for yourself and you work within a business, everyone says like, whether it's an older head or not, like you're just a number at the time within your business, within your company, like you'll at some point in your career, Danny, and certainly myself, like you think, oh yeah, I'm valued. They like me, this, that, and the other. If you was to leave or if if they didn't want you there anymore, you're gone. You're gone, and then someone else is sat in your chair. Someone else is driving mm. your van. Mm. It's that yeah. it, it, the, the difference. Yeah, no, though, right. It's the next. It's, it's just There's a always business. somebody to. Yeah, there is. Yeah. The it's, difference. It's the difference business. is that's done with adult males and females in workplace. This is done with kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's the issue. Worse. Yeah, that's the issue. Like, yeah, definitely. Like looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, I wish I'd. Have done. I'm never ever going to do the things that I'm wishing I did because mm. I was a fucking child. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking like a kid. Mm. I was thinking like a 16 year old lad, and it is. It's. When I look back at it now, like, obviously I'm like numb to it now. There's, I'm not necessarily like, oh, I'm grieving, I'm struggling. But like, it, it's so strange to think about and to think that I went through it. Yeah. It's so, it's so bizarre. And to think like, oh my God, that, that grown man did that to a kid. And when I try and look at it from that point of view, that from Darby's perspective anyway, they should have literally just said, bye, we're not going to offer you one. And that would have been a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. It would have been a whole it lot hurt. easier. Like, it would have hurt. It's like but it'd have given you, yeah, yeah, yeah. given you clarity. It's instant clarity. Yeah, instant. And then, like, and then you move on from it. Yeah, that would have yeah. hurt for a while, but you had instant, you would yeah. have had instant confirmation it's, of where you can go. It's like a they, they strip you down. Yeah. They strip you down to your last bit and then push you off a cliff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's literally, that's what it is. It, and to my knowledge now, academies are still very similar and they still get done in that in that sense and obviously we'll go on to future stuff it it didn't change for me years and years later so it's not going to change now yeah and the the biggest point there is you're now 16 this is 10 years ago yeah but but what i mean is you're 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 16 you're clubless your dream is still to do that then you've got to pick yourself back up and go out there and put yourself in a shop window, which for you, obviously some lads have probably played for one club from 13 to 14 and then gone somewhere else. Mm. And it, 
But for you, you've been somewhere 10 years, you thought you're going to get something. You've then got to pick yourself back up, dust yourself down and go again somewhere yeah. else. So the thing is that... by a long-term yeah. girlfriend, basically. Yeah. The yeah. thing yeah. is though, a lot, a yeah, lot of a kids good, don't. A, a lot a lot of kids don't. Mm. And from my point of view, I was not forced into it, but I didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Like, whereas a lot of kids would just do go, you, oh, no. do, Were you surprised? Because obviously I think, am I right in saying Derby or a Cat 1 academy at the time there was, no, there was none of that there was none of no, that no no they're, they're one of the better academies they, we were, we were fucking good like, really are you good. surprised that after you got released there wasn't like a few clubs interested like, in straight I, away or, what, or the, was it I know you had a bit of a difficult period I know like with growing pains and all that sort of stuff in trials and stuff didn't you yeah the weird the weird thing when I look at it now was like and what should be done I think is for the big feeder clubs say the biggest club in East Midland Forest, Leicester, potentially Derby, if you go off league tables and stuff. Why are then Notts County and Mansfield not got a direct link to them players? Yeah. And like, they can like say, listen, like, oh, we've spoke to such and such at Mansfield. Mason, you're getting released, but you can go there and have a trial. Yeah. And that I think that's how it should be done. And I think, but there's such competition and obviously it all boils down to money because I was once an asset of Derby. Now, well, we don't want to give him to them. Yeah, they then, don't want you, but they can't have you. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's that's what I mean. It's, there's no duty of care. Yeah, there's not it's one. Very, du- very selfish. Yeah, and then and I can safely say from the second that I left the doors at Moore Farm, I never got in touch with another. They never got in touch with me, mm. and I never got in touch with them. But it's not up to me to do that. They never once reached out and said, "How are you getting on? Have you got a new club? Do you need help?" Blah, blah. There was zilch. Mm. It was just silence. As soon as I left there, that was it very different when you watch that palace documentary and they're like helping lads they're releasing yeah because you well you'd like you'd like to think that they've learned from stories like that yeah of course it's just unfortunate that you're sat next to me and it had to be you that had to suffer for another for, to, for other people to benefit from it mm. but then obviously going on to that because i think we've done that to death and it's probably you're probably not going to sleep tonight now off the back of that I'm shaking yeah (laughs) 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 it's a very serious conversation it's quite intense but then you obviously dusted yourself down it's very informative yeah it is it is especially especially if you've got if we've got people listening that where they've got kids and they want to get them into academies yeah, or their kids absolutely. are in academies now. No, it's very the important first, that people know. It's not a put-off thing either. It's more of a, like a highlight of the thing. No, it's just it, the truth. Yeah, it's yeah. just sim- it's that is, simple. It's not, it's not a put-off, but I think the thing I've seen recently as well, obviously now I've gone into coaching, mm. is a lot of parents do get put-off now. Yeah. Whereas before, anyone would jump at the chance. But now obviously mental health started to come into it and a lot more things, it's, it's, it's heightened, hasn't it? A lot more yeah. within football. Um, I like I had I had a situation the other week where I was coaching and a scout came over to me who's that boy there and I literally looked at him I was like you've got no chance because his mom will not put him into another academy after what Forrest did to him oh, really? he walked straight over to the mom and she went no nah, go away really no chance yeah so like that that would never happen 10 years ago because no. they'd be like oh my god my son I'm going to academy yeah sound bam see you later but obviously now the the other side of it's coming to football which it has a lot more there's there is which is obviously a good thing which is a fucking massive thing a really good thing that they're taking the choice out of, like i had a choice it was my choice mm-hmm. whereas now kids aren't getting that choice and i think that's a positive for football yeah especially at such a young age as well yeah so what are, what age are these are the kids that you coach that that kid was under he wasn't necessarily my i just knew of him okay um i think he was under 10s 
He got released from Forest because they said he wasn't physical enough. He had the best feet in the team, but he wasn't physical enough. He's he's nine years old. Which is mental now, because when obviously we've spoken in another episode about how football has changed, and now it's more about being technical and athletic. If anything, he's more suited to the game now than a fucking big six foot 14 year old. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) He's more suited to it. But yeah, it's just, that's crept in more, which is obviously a a good thing. And I actually went over to the mum after and I was like, well done. Like, I've I rate really, it. I rate it so much yeah. because she could go, oh my God, think of the money he could earn if he goes in there, blah, blah, blah. Obviously he might not do that and the chances are he won't do that. But she's just gone, for my kid's sake, nah. Nah, yeah. nah. that is not happening. Yeah, and I bet, I bet, that, I bet a... that kid doesn't even have to find out about that either. I don't know, he'll never, never will know. Which, which is, perfect, is even even better. Perfect. Yeah. And and it's in still not in too late anyway at nine years old. And in... This kid, this kid is fucking unreal as well. Mm. Like a great footballer, and the fact that Forrest, the club we support, released him, like really fucking grinds my gears. Like proper, because I've I've known this kid for like three, four years now, and I'm just looking at him like, how can you, how, yeah, how can you do, yeah, like it's it's incredible. It'll be like a a Sean Wright Phillips story at one point. Oh, he he was on their books. Oh, he's gone. Doggen, he's gone yeah he's gone Man City. He's gone wherever. Do you know what I mean? It's that happens all the time, probably. Yeah, but obviously after the derby, you went you went Chesterfield. Went to Chesterfield. Yeah. How did you get to Chesterfield? Because I know Fucking that story is strange, interesting. Strange as fuck. Yeah. Um, I went all over. After well, I say all over, I tried at a few clubs, a few circumstances got in the way, like GCSEs and school life and stuff. Um, and then yeah, I was literally I I got home from a trial game for Mansfield. Um, scored, played well. Did he score a hat trick? I thought he scored a hat trick in that. Was that the game he played for Mansfield? Scored a hat trick. I'm sure it was. I'm sure that's how it come about. I think yeah, I, I, I definitely I can remember scoring a couple. I don't, I don't, I can't remember. But yeah, I played really well. Um, and I took the papers from Mansfield to sign that night back home, and I was sat on the stairs signing them. My mum and dad had done all that. Well, my mum had done all her bit. My dad was out. Um. I took the other side of the paper, started signing my bit, and my dad rang me like, "Don't, don't sign it, Chesterfield, want you?" And it'd be better for you to go there because it's better academy. Mansfield was like a glorified college course, yeah. whereas Chesterfield was football scholarship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, "Don't like these, want you? Like this is the situation, blah, blah blah." And I was just like, "Yeah, sound." And literally went the next day and signed. And it was it was fucking so strange. Chesterfield must have seen you at the game or something. Then, or? To this day, I don't know. Oh, okay. To, I, I I don't know. A bloke called Jerry uh, rang my dad and was just like, "We know it. We know of him. We know a lot about him. If I want him to be my, because he'd just come in the week before as the academy manager of Chesterfield, and he was like, I want him to be my first signing as like a coup almost. That feels." Horrific. I think I remember um, <laughs> yeah. resharing it was like a big thing on there. Yeah, they gave it. They gave stuff. it a big. It's actually on the website, like an yeah, official yeah, signing. Do you get that thing. now, though? Don't and I had to you? stand yeah. on the fucking picture of the shirt and stuff. Like I can remember. Yeah. Just go get your scarf out. Yeah, no, I had to stand. I had to stand with my mum and my dad holding the I fucking love this shirt. Club. And, I, and they like they asked Please me. Like, this massive. Yeah, they club. asked me loads of questions and stuff, and I was just like, I don't fucking know. It's just <laughs> mad, isn't it? Yeah, and then literally like two days later, went went to collect my GCSE results with all my shit in the car, and then from getting my GCSE results, drove straight up to Chesterfield. And, and moved into Diggs. What a literally there what, and then on the day. I, a, I, in the morning, went to collect my GCSE results. Didn't even open them because I didn't give a shit. Because I was like, I don't fucking need them. I literally don't need them. Like I couldn't. I to this day, I know I got five C's. That's it. I couldn't tell you anything else. 
Because I literally I didn't I, ask I, you anyway. Yeah, I, it don't <laughs> fucking matter. Because I was literally like, oh whatever. I chucked him in the back, drove straight to Chesterfield, straight to Diggs, jumped that out. Must that must be a um, that's culture shock. Well, yeah, it fucking was. Yeah, it's, I struggled big time because it was full time. Yeah. Like I'm in Diggs. I'm in Diggs Monday to Saturday night, home Saturday night, back there Sunday night. Right. So like I was at home for a day, if that. Um, it's like working in London. Get your washing done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> I'd, I'd go up with get a big socks. <laughs> go up with a big bag and then come home, give it to my mum, and then I was on the way back again, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. I struggled with it big time. That's probably the hardest thing that I have to do. Because Chesterfield isn't like it's not miles far, and miles away. It's not far, it? but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still living there. You're still away from what I've known for. Still. Yeah, you're not walking out of um, your your mum and dad's house to then walk down to your local shop that you used to. Yeah, to I'm with. I'm living with right lads and a family that I didn't know. Yeah, I'd never never spoke to them well, in my life. That's the key point. You joined Derby to be with your friends, and then you've been uprooted from everything yeah. you know, and you're not with. I mean, obviously, you've made mates with them now, and you're still like best mates with with, with one of them to this day. Mm. But it's I didn't live with him though. That, that's no, the thing. Like, yeah, even then, didn't, I didn't even live with you him. You didn't live with him, yeah. but you are. You you're just thrown into this bizarre environment. It's not like even when you think some digs when they're with all the other academy players, you're in another family's house. There's yeah. a good party for digs though. That one, that house. Hey. That house was fucking great for parties. Hot tub <laughs> a lot. Really? Yeah, and it was easy to get onto the roof. So you used to sit on the roof, like, and all girls used to come around stuff. So. Yeah, no, it was, it was decent. Yeah, obviously, I didn't do anything about it. <laughs> I, just, I just watched it all unfold. This is what room. I'm striving yeah. towards. Yeah. Like, yes, can you I'm, shut up? I'm trying to watch my clips. Yeah, but no, yeah, it's just it was a massive culture shock. And like I, I think I said it when we did this last time. Obviously, that that was a podcast about me. I know this is based on Academy, so it tailors more towards me, but I fell out with Reese big time. Obviously, the only time me and Reese fell out was because Reese wanted to fucking throttle me because I was like, I, want, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, And Reese shook me, um, which helped. I physically grabbed you. Like, yeah, we had like a, pro- like a proper, a proper, he didn't, like, no, he didn't want to go. And from my perspective, from someone else within his family, pushy it, non-parent. No, I, I where's your duty of care? Well, I'd waste an opportunity. Sorry, I, I'd have done everything it. at that point to have been in his position, because I was like a, a, a one that got got letters from academies and this, that, and the other, and like you, you, you tinkered with it, like Mansfield and this and that, and, it, and that, but then it's just like I would have done anything, anything, and it was just. But I understand, and especially more now, even as like a, a parent myself. It was just, it was a broken young lad. Yeah, yeah like, that's was. the thing. I, it's not as if I'd been like brushed lad. myself down from Derby. I but, was like going into it, was still like, oh, fuck it, I should be there. I, I should be there. Do you know what I mean? What I did, or what I thought I was doing at the time, I could, I had, um, I did something that my parents couldn't do, and yeah. I physically fucking grabbed him. Like I actually grabbed him, and I was like almost fighting with him. I, I think at one point I remember being downstairs and like. I had my arms round you, like beer hugging you, wasn't mm. I? Because you was like flipping out, like I'm not going. I was like, you're fucking going, mate. Like you are. My mum and dad couldn't do that. They'd obviously spoke to me and be like, oh, have a word with him because we want him to go. It's such a waste. <laughs> and, then, and then five minutes later, you're fighting him. But then like, <laughs> I was like, we nearly was like fighting, mm. weren't we? And like, then you realise that I'm the stronger, more physically athletic <laughs> brother. And I tapped out on the living room floor. <laughs> yeah. And then... <laughs> Stop it. Oh, go, oh, go, I promise. <laughs> obviously, there was, there was even more to it that I won't, going no, no. into too much depth but it it was um yeah it was it was very intense like yeah, it really it was, was 
And that's a, that's a key point to make. You're like, basically was, trying to make him realize not to try and waste an opportunity. Yeah, but this is what that club doing that. Like I've never, it's my best mate. Yeah. And it forced a wedge between us like that to the point where it, it ended up in a, shall we just say what it ended up in, in some sort of way. We can, <laughs> we don't, man we don't, it, it ended up in his sat in A&E for hours. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because dear. what do, what do teenagers do when they're, when they're angsty and they don't want to hit his brother, he puts his hand through something else. Ah, okay. Do you see what I mean? And it, and it ended up, my mum. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Little bitch got it. No, 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 <laughs> knocking my mum's top Fuck off, Shaz. <laughs> That's why my mum wears falses to this day. But no, no. Yeah, it ended up with him, ended up with a little, a little trip and a few stitches, didn't it? Yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I can remember going in on, that was Saturday. I can remember going in on Monday to the Chesterfield physio oh. and him being like, what the fuck happened? And I had to lie to him. Oh, really? Fell over. I had to lie to him. I said, I fell over and put my hand through my conservatory window by accident. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Yeah, but this is, this. but we're laughing, but yeah. It's like, when have, but when have I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know me as people. When would I ever get to that point? No. You know I wouldn't. Not, I just wouldn't. I never right. would. Aggressive. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's what it, that's what it does it's to. Because that's the mental effects it's had. Yeah, yeah. That's, what it, do, that's you, what it does to you. Did you know that before? By not the way, the hand through the no, window. No. Bit. No, I don't think anyone does. Now I know why your mum wears dentures. Yeah, no, he's got a whacking scar on his hand. It probably like it was see like, my bone. His knuckle was like flapping back. <laughs> it was a proper job. It was a proper job. But yeah. but then from that, obviously you knuckle down a little bit. Three. Quite literally. Three. <laughs> he has got a knuckle down. He's a knuckle down. I'm a knuckle down. But no, after that, like it was fucking rosy for a year and three quarters. Like it was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, like Did that help you then. That set to without realizing yeah at the time i was just like whatever is what it is like and then once i just i just almost got on with it like just carried on and i kind of what helped we went to holland on tour um went to amsterdam weed and bitches baby yeah (laughs) there is actually a story that in there there is there is actually a fucking great story from that but for some the lfa organized it's a league football education there was us tranmere middlesbrough um, Ro- and Rochdale, right? Kevin um, Prince Boateng. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that was a Kevin Doyle. Um, Kevin Doyle. Yeah, and then yeah, we all would we train. We got there trained. We played um, Vitesse Arnhem first day. So basically, Chelsea B. Yeah, yeah, first first day we got there, played them, and then they were like, right, you've got two days off now. We'll train in the morning tomorrow, but then the afternoon you can chill around. The hotel was like really good, and then. <laughs> The the Wednesday they were like right you're going into Amsterdam for the day, so they got coaches to How come old and you collect. At this point? 17? 16, 17. Like, your pocket money, your fake ID. Yeah. I was I was a first year scholar, but obviously with the second year scholars who were some of them are turning eighteen, so I'm like sixteen, but they're turning eighteen. Um, and they came to pick all the clubs up from the hotel, and we've got there, and we're thinking we're going to have like a guided tour. Got on out the on. I can literally because I've been back to Amsterdam a couple of times since. I can literally picture it clear as day. We got off the, off the car park, um, right behind roughly where the um, damn square is, uh-huh. and they were like, right, get yourselves into threes. We want you to stay as a minimum as a three. This is fucking mental. One, by the way, when you it? think about it now, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> 16, like, 17, 18. Yeah, want you all like, just this, don't look in the windows. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> they were like basically stay as a three. Um, stays are free and you've got to tick off three things on a checklist 
um, you've and done. Yeah, that you've done. They so you can't call them things the women. No, but they said they said they were never like they were never going to check. They just wanted us to do it. One of them was like, "Look at Madame Two Swords," or or visit a fucking awesome. Dutch a Dutch like food shop or something. Find a whispering eye. Yeah, and then and then obviously and you have to say in a free touch. Awesome. Yeah, it's your orienteering map. Yeah. You need to no, they gave us a map. For these they gave, three no, they items. genuinely gave whispering us a map. Eye. They gave us a map with LFE badge on it and all sorts. Obviously, we're all in club tracksuits. Us Middlesbrough, Tranmere, Rochdale, right? That's Obviously, carnage. But we've all just dispersed, gone off. No, me, a couple of my mates, we've gone, fuck, fuck this, we'll go get a Mackie's. Went straight into McDonald's. Um, and we ended up lying on the floor upstairs in, in, Holland, in fucking Amsterdam Mackie's because our coaches were walking past. <laughs> and we're upstairs cramming this food into our mouth. And obviously we're creasing thinking we're bad as fuck. <laughs> whilst three other lads have gone straight to the red light district. And these three lads are the funniest. I, c- I can't even put into words how funny these three lads were. Like they made my first year in my scholar the best ever. Right. And there's a there's a lad who's now there's a lad who's now a rapper, and he's he's the fucking orchestra. He was the orchestra of the whole team. He just like the banter, like fucking off the, off the charts. And he was like, go go in to these two lads. Go go in to to the females go into him and that took it took a, a while and um, but obviously we'd all been given spending money <laughs> so we've all it's fun. when you think about it and you're just like it's, you've you set, you set up to fail you set up to fail yeah you got like fucking walking weed a, shops a, everywhere a pocket, full, a pocket full of money just, yeah, just be good a couple <laughs> a couple lads a couple get some horny teenagers go get some sweets yeah go get some cakes a couple a couple lads went in paid the 50 euros did what they did but we've <laughs> just but arrived we've just arrived the the three lads who i was me and my two friends we've walked through the red light district through the tiny little alleyways seen it all we're all like fucking hell we look across the, the little fucking river as one of the lads comes out in his chest tracky hmm. as he walks out and he walks out straight onto the street and as he's done that all the Middlesbrough lads stayed together and we didn't know, we were like, well, you can't do that. But they've turned the corner and seen one of our lads come out and everyone's running up to him and fucking rubbing his head. Well done. <laughs> You're fucking min, whatever. And then as they're doing that, another lad's come out the door next to him. <laughs> and all the Middlesbrough lads are like, fucking lads, that, that's fucking unreal. Like, well done, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Not realising one of the Middlesbrough lads knows one of our lads because their dads played together. Right. The physio who was at Chesterfield was like a chess legend. Right. He's rang his dad. Dad, fucking, you never guess who's just gone into the prostitutes in Amsterdam. Oh, no. Blah, 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 blah. His dad's got on the blower to his dad. Your son's just fucking in his Chesterfield track. Get, tell him to fucking stop doing that. Blah, 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 blah. One of the other physios has heard, oh, gone straight into Paul Cook, who oh, was the yeah. first team manager at Chess at the yeah, time. Yeah. The fucking youth team are in Amsterdam shagging prostitutes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not <laughs> just two of them. No. The whole lot. Yeah, he's gone in. Like, the whole yeah, lot. So listen, in one room, shagging so one prostitute. Yeah, so we've gone in, and then Middlesbrough lads have seen the Tranmere lads. Seen the Ro- they've then seen the Rochdale lads. So then we- this yeah. is this is the first thing they did, by the way. So we're, th- we're in Amsterdam for another six hours. <laughs> and like, obviously, everyone else, no one else did go in. It was just them couple of lads who were like mad men. Um, so there's no coaches. It's just lads. Coaches sat in a pub all fucking day. <laughs> Because they weren't driving, they just sat in a pub. Brilliant. Um, and then, anyway, we had a, we had like a, it was like this a half four curfew. We got back to the coaches. Um, this is got back class. on the coaches. We're all sat at the coach, and then the two lads are like, "Fucking!" I've seen the middle. One of the middles were lads talking to our coaches. 
So we're like, oh my fuck, they're snitching. They're fucking snitching on us. But then he's got on the coach and the man- our manager, Mark Smith, was like, fucking madman. Mad, like scary guy. Walked on and everyone's thinking, oh my fucking God. Like everyone's pure silent on the coach. <laughs> and he's just not said a word. Sat down. Obviously the Middlesbrough lad didn't snitch. So we're like, fuck it. Bus starts banging again. I'm near the front. I'm sat like where the bus is, the big bus has got a big toilet on it. Yeah, yeah. The bit before that. Yeah. So like coaches are coming, making coffees behind us. And then I've heard one of the coaches go, when the fuck are we going to tell them that we know? Oh. So like one of my mates now is nudging me and he's going, fuck, they fucking know. They fucking know. They know. <laughs> like, fuck. We're like, we're they fucked. Know. We're fucked. Me and my whole team was shagging prostitutes We didn't do a thing. We just ate at McDonald's. We, we're, we're completely <laughs> That's fine. That's the worst. Yeah, they're lying there. The worst, the worst thing I've his Happy yeah. Meal toy into his pocket. Fuck, they know. But then anyway, anyway, they've, he's, our manager's got a phone call off Paul Cook. Paul Cook's obviously been fucking booting off. And the head of the LFE at the time was a bloke called John Barton. He was a fucking dinosaur horrible bloke he used to fucking hate us like he spent all his time with all the other clubs he hated Chesterfield um and then anyway we've got back right lads meeting room as soon as we walked in gone straight to the meeting room in the hotel sat down that John Barton's walked in fucking slammed the door just gone absolutely fucking ballistic which one of you clever bastards has been shagging prostitutes then <laughs> and like obviously everyone just went completely quiet um, this is the strangest story ever, dog. This it is takes brilliant. A, it I've takes never the, heard this. It takes the fucking maddest turn this. ever. It takes the maddest turn ever. Right. And then the two lads, obviously one of them is like, his dad's a fucking legend and he works for the club. He's put his hand up. Sorry, like, sorry, it was me. And then he's had to dob the other lad in because the other lad was on fucking... Oh, it, no, and fall on your sword. Just yeah. say it was just me. And no, everybody. and he's gone... No, but... The, They'd, they been, to- they'd been told that it was more than one person. So, but they didn't. T- Should have just said he went so in then, seconds. <laughs> John, Bar- John Barton's walking around. Was it you? Was it you? Was it? He's pointing at me. I think it was you. <laughs> to you? To me, lad. And I literally looked at him and I was like, no, I, like "It want me. It want me. It's me. It, it want me. It want me." <laughs> I've got my rapper to prove it. And then <laughs> one of the, one of the lads starts fucking creasing at the back of the room. The lad who did it. So he was like, so it was you then? And he was just like, yeah, like, it was me. Like, it was no one else. It was just us two. Took him out, took him out the room. And then this is the fucking mad bit. Took him out the room. We didn't see them again till the day after. Manager, our manager stood up. Right then, initiations. Oh, wow. Straight after that. That was the first thing he said. Straight after, straight after that. Right then, we've got initiations. First, first years, you've got initiations to do. I'm struggling to work out how he thinks it's you when you're stood there with your fucking he McDonald's ha- balloon. John, John, John <laughs> Barton fucking you hated me. Ronald John, McDonald. John hated me. <laughs> he, the, the guy from the LFE hated me and, and Lewis, who I lived with. I don't know why, he just didn't like us both. And he took a disliking to both of us on that trip and we didn't do anything. And like he, he, said, he went round, was it you, was it you? But he said to me and Lou, I think it was you and I think it was you. But yeah, that was, that was the Amsterdam <laughs> prostitute story. But then them two lads ended up getting released when we got back. Because of that. Because of that. And then his yeah. dad ended up leaving the job. And then oh. we got a fucking great physio in. Oh, really? He was, yeah, he was like a punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, had long grey hair and he'd come in like, and he was just a fucking boy, like proper. <laughs> just a boy? Yeah, like unreal. Joe, Joe the, the, the thing is, that's such a good story. Now I don't even want to ask you about getting released because you're fucked up. Oh, no, you can do it. That is just how a, his career went. Just a little story. He's at McDonald's on trips. It was a nice bit of respite that was from That's the seriousness. Yeah, so, but, then, yeah. but I think though, what that does actually show you is you actually 
believe it or not, you, you kind of like treated like a pro there. You treated like adults. <laughs> yeah, you are. You, as soon like, as you just, get into that environment. Trust you just to not. Yeah. Just think about how many times, how many players just go and play in Amsterdam. Oh yeah, they haven't took an LFE tour to Amsterdam again, by the way. <laughs> they haven't <laughs> gone back since that again. point. No, they haven't well, gone back. Uh, it's their own fault Here's though, a clever it? thing to do. Yeah. We're going to put a busload of lads from yeah. multiple different clubs, squads ranging up to probably 20 players, I'd say. Some more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you have four clubs, you've got 80 lads, say. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them loose Drop in them in Amsterdam between the ages oh, of 16 to 18. And, and they've got six and, and a half hours to do And they've the given they them spending money. Go and do what you want to do. What are what, you going to do what, as a lad? What, what are you going to do? Yeah. Do like, let's not be, let's beat around the bush. Most of you are going to head straight to that district, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, after I mean? McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after <laughs> McDonald's. But what are they expecting? They've got their yeah. own selves to blame, haven't they? Yeah. Really? It's character building. <laughs> it's a great tour. <laughs> you sink or you swim. <laughs> it's a fucking great tour. <laughs> I, I love this game. Well, yeah, how did you get released? <laughs> um, no, I think I think um, going up to that point though again, like between obviously that that tour and then with you playing, it was actually um, like for me. Obviously, I got to go to like Carrington. Do all these watching things. him play, Watch, watching him play, and like even daft things when you play against Man United, be like we, we pulled up, was like, look at this, who's fucking part like this, this arsehole parked his car across three fucking bays, and it was um, nanny, it was nanny, <laughs> so oh, really? yeah, that part right yeah. next to him, but that was only like academies, but then when he's like sixteen to eighteen, <clears> it was like good little things like the youth cup, yeah, yeah, like you had an amazing youth cup run, second year, first year I was on fucking crutches, missed a lot. Yeah. No, I played the first first game in in the first year. We was away at Firewood and played that. And then we had Grimsby at home and everyone was like, we're going to piss it. And I, I got injured the game before. I was on crutches and they lost. So yeah. I didn't play in it until second year. But you, like, obviously it gets to a point where obviously everyone now knows that you get released. But you've got some things really that they can't like take away from you, which is they can't no. take away from no, any no, academy no. kid, mm. regardless of whether I, I they're don't a plumber regret. or a sparky yeah. or whatever now. Like, you scored in a recognised competition. Yeah, I don't regret anything about my scholar. Literally anything. Well, did you probably one one thing, which obviously we'll get onto, but that my scholar was fucking um, probably two best years of my life. It was fucking incredible. Not like, Aston Villa at the Youth Cup. N- played. Who did we play on the build up to that? We had like a semi pro team. It was like Chef FC or someone. Bad them. I thought you had um, Stocksbridge. Stocksbridge, yeah, Stocksbridge Park Steelers, who Vardy played for, wasn't it? Mm. Um, played them. <laughs> And then we got, oh, we got filed away again. Yeah. No, we had Chester first year. It was filed away second year. Yeah, did you score um, in that? Because I never knew who filed or where filed, filed was. Filed. I wanted to go watch it, but it's up near Blackpool. Isn't no, it? filed. We won four, four, one away, and I set up three of them. But then I scored. I scored in the Stocksbridge game um, at, at Chester's ground. And then we got after we beat filed, we got Villa at home. Went two 0 down. Went one 0 down at half time. Manager did is like a Mourinho thing with Balotelli. Fifteen minutes about. Do not concede the next goal. Went out, conceded 45, 30 seconds in. 30 seconds in the second half. Went 2-0 down and we won 3-2, scored last minute. Wow. Yeah. And I set up the... The corner for the second. Uh, the second and the f- and the third. I set up the last one because I pinged it over the top for Cabine. Yeah, yeah. And he scored, mm. yeah. Yeah, we won, we won 3-2. Mental. Then yeah. where did, what, after that game, where did that game take you then? That game, actually, not many people know this, but... Middlesbrough actually rang and asked about me and Lewis. Mm. Yeah. Middle, really? Middlesbrough rang about me and Lewis. I don't think many people know this at all, to be fair, apart from me and Lou and probably Jez. They pulled us in and was like, people are ringing and asking, like, keep going, like, you're doing great. 
Yeah. We never got a say in it, obviously, but they rang and asked about availabilities and stuff. Really? Yeah. So you get you get all I, the right signals again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got we carried on. We were top of our league flying. Similar sort of things. Yeah, yeah. We we again, we were it? top of the league flying. We actually, played four four two. Funnily enough, <laughs> um, we we were fucking really good. Like proper good for for that level of U team. Yeah, you were smashing it. Like literally was winning nonstop, flying. Um, top of the league by quite a few points. Um, and then they they got us all in for meetings. Um, and there was ten of us second years. And they said to six of us, basically, carry on, you're doing great, you're gonna get a pro. I was one of them. They said it to me and for five of us. For a bit of context, what league are Ches in at this? Because obviously, Ches are League One at this point. Yeah, people are seeing Chesterfield and, and, as, as a yeah, yeah. Because they, 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 they got promoted back to back. Or Ches, in my first year, they were League Two. We got promoted in the first year, League Two into League One, and then League One. Is this the, the team this, with like ten died. Yeah, yeah. The League One season, my last season there, they got playoffs first, first, first time in League One. Yeah, because I. I picked you up on the day that Jack Ches- Lester coached there. Nah, he'd, oh. he'd gone year before me. Right. Yeah, the day Ches got promoted from League Two to League One, I actually picked you up. Yeah, and it was, so I was in the fucking car park. amazing. It was me- yeah, it was mental. We were they. We fucking. This is just a little bit of insight. We had to ball boy. The youth team had to ball boy, and that game they were like, "You're not ball boying. We don't want to ball boy. If we go one nil up, go sit in the stands." And we went and sat in the stands because they they won like three four nil, I think. And anyway, they got promoted. Everyone was on the pitch, blah, blah, blah. That was on the Saturday. On the Monday, obviously, bear in mind, I've gone home, come back to Chez, had a night's sleep at Chez, come back in Monday morning. Some of the players are still in the kit, asleep in our change room with beers in their hand. Really? And Paul, Paul Cook was know, fucking was, um, steaming. Was uh, Liam Cooper in that team? Or Jake, there was... Jake Cooper. No, Liam Cooper, who's at Leeds. Um, Coops, there was Ian Everett, who's Bolton manager, them two centre-offs. Tendai. Uh, Dan Jones, who's a fucking bad man, I loved him so much. He <laughs> he smacked someone at Port Vale and got sacked, and then came to join Chess straight after. <laughs> and he smacked the captain in training and burst his cheekbone or something. I can't remember. And then he came sign for us. Morsey, Jimmy Ryan, Joe O'Shea, Gary Roberts, Owen Doyle. Like the t- players, the team though, really. was a fucking joke, like absolute joke. Uh, Bolly Ariebu, Forest signed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, had, they had some like incredible players. Um, yeah, and then. Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee, the Tommy keeper. Lee was a keeper. Drew Talbot, and then they had Armand on the bench with Re- Rico on the bench. Who out his boots? I did again. Fifty quid. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah, the squad was just a fucking joke. Um, Mason Bennett on loan. Derby, Mason Bennett. Derby, Mason Bennett on loan. Um, they had someone else on loan as well. It was a fucking joke. But anyway, carry on. Yeah, but um, but what I was going to say is just go back to that to add to it. No, when they got when they got promoted, didn't. I might, I'm sure I might be remembering this wrong, but didn't they sort of pull you into the celebrations as well? Like in yeah, the they, yeah, yeah, they got all got got us into the celebrations. So that's what so. I mean. So you, you're now you're feeling a part, part of it. You now feel a part of the promotion part of inside. Yeah. I was just and eating Domino's. To it and, <laughs> There's loads of pizza in there. This one, but this, well, this is once again the point we're making when you go back to the serious bit. You're in the first year, coming into the second year of your scholarship. Yeah, I'm they've in just the been promoted. Yeah, they've just been promoted. Mm. You're getting to celebrate with the team. You're seeing it. You feel part of the club. And yeah, that, getting... that Monday they said to us to not even bother draining. They give because, like, yeah. the club was that happy. They was like, just be a part of it and go. You're getting the thumbs up. You're getting mm. the green light from everyone that everything's good. You're once again in the same position like you was two years ago. You're thinking, okay, you're not as nailed on because it's a pro contract, but you're thinking, okay, now. I've got, a, I've got a real a good, good chance. You've got a chance of getting minutes chance. in League One as well. Like, that's the thing. It's not as if you're stepping into a Prem team. You've missed two points off here as well. You played two behind closed doors friendlies. Oh, yeah. I played. That was in my first year. 
Ja, yeah, you scored, right. didn't you? Yeah. Scored for the first team. Yeah, first game for the first team. Did you? That's why I've got a 23 Again. on my arm. Against Grimsby? That's what number I wore. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, played against Grimsby behind closed doors, friendly, and I scored a screamer. Did you? First game, yeah. I can remember left ringing... Foot. Was it left no, foot? No, right foot. Was it? One of the best goals I've ever fucking scored. Like, unbelievable. I was literally like, Jesus Christ, I don't even know I could fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we, they pulled us into meetings like six months into a nine-month uh, second year. Pulled us in, six of us, they said, like, you're getting a pro. The other ones, I think two of them, three of them were like long-term injuries and the other one, they was just like, give up on him. Um, yeah, and they just said, like, keep going, doing what you're doing. We... Next game, one, 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 just carried on winning. We were top of the league with like three, four games left, and that was when our meeting was. Um, first two went in, got a pro, got a pro. Third one went in, not got a pro. Who the, he was the lad who I live with, and I was like, fucking hell, has he not got one? Like, that's when the first, we were all literally, we was all sat in the IT room behind the back of the ground and the coaches were in the room next door just sat with a table two seats that's literally it and you had a seat in front of them um and then it was like mace you're next went in um mace i'm not in a position to offer you anything thank you very much for what you've done that was that was it wow. that, that was literally it and i was like okay and it was like have you got anything to say and i went no because I, I, I didn't know yeah, what to say. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. I was I was literally like, no. And they went, all right, can you can you get Jay Massey next, please? That was wow. literally it. And then the next, the two that got them, um, and then everyone after, the whole process was probably 10, 15 minutes max. Wow. Absolute max. So how many pros did they offer in the end? Two out of 10. And they told six of us that we were going to get them. Wow. So like, we're, I was going into that meeting thinking, fucking get me a pen. Get me a fucking pen. Like yeah. chilling. Like I was, I was laughing, and then, and then from from here to yeah, from there to there, and then literally within an hour, I was in the car on the way home. Done, done. I went straight back to Diggs. Well, I went straight to the boot room, took a few boots, <laughs> took a few flat balls that needed pumping up that I could play with in the garden. Um, a couple of lads fucking ransacked it, um, and then was like, yeah, because the first team had done then their season had done, or they were building up to playoffs. Um, so we went and took what we had, to, like just fucking ransacked, <laughs> ransacked the boot room. Um, just car straight back to Diggs, walked straight in. Family weren't there. Got all our shit. Yeah, oh yeah fuck. you didn't think about this. You got yeah. nobody around you. That's what I mean. But no one around you. you just had the it was just me. News. Just me. I I didn't ring my dad until I got back to Diggs. I went and I I went in the bathroom, ran my dad, and he was like, "You're alright." I was like, "I've just been told I ain't got a pro. Can you come and get me?" And he and he came to pick me up. <laughs> Because I was literally like, how the fuck do I, what do I say? What do I say? Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I'd let him down as well. Mm. I, I was literally like, fuck. Because like, the night before, he was like, how are you feeling? I was like, confident. Confident. Well, you're going to be, aren't you? And, be, yeah. So. And we were all talking between us, obviously, at this point, we're second years and we had two first years in the house and they were both like, yeah, you've both got them. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Like, you'll be with us tomorrow. Like, don't worry about it. And then we went back and fucking just both grabbed our shit and fucked off. Crazy, and never went back <laughs> and that was it and then I didn't get this is the part where we need it serious because we were promised months and months before we'd have LFE meetings we'd have PFA meetings you're gonna get aftercare you'll get sent dates for trial games where you can go to America Sweden Dubai blah blah blah, blah Australia and 
all these people will come and look at you. Even lower league teams will look at you. Com- like conference teams will come and look at you. So you can keep stay in the game. They sent one trial date out and it was for an American scholarship, which I didn't want to do. And that was, wasn't even to me. That was to the club. The club had to send out an email to like the email that they had for us. I don't even think I received it. Wow. Um, yeah. And then one of the lads who tried to go and play in that trial game, they said, this is too many players. It's fully bought. You can't play. <laughs> That's what I mean. And that's that's your aftercare. And that was that was the aftercare. I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get a no, nothing from the club. But I didn't expect that anyway because of the well, Derby way, didn't the way do it. it. Derby didn't do it. it. Was just the way it was. Yeah, I thought, oh, LFE are going to ring me and fucking sort me out here yeah, and say like, oh, you can get your trial somewhere. Or I know this club is looking for a centre midfielder or nothing. Literally zilch to this day as well. But like even to this day now. I'm a PFA member because I've signed a contract at a professional club past the age of 16. I'm a PFA member for life. They text me every day. Do you want this new television LED 44 inch for 200 pounds? Like offering deals, but they can't <laughs> offer aftercare. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mate, honestly, if you know if I went on my phone now, signed into the PFA, you get so much discount on shit. Like that, it's not enough though, is it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like why can't, if you send in fucking loads of shitty texts out like that, I get one once a year, Bali, fucking holidays so obviously that's tailored to PFA members currently which could be Prem players as could well could be Prem players as well but like there's lads lads on there who haven't been in a, in a club for 10 years do you know what I mean and Then that, but they can't pick up the phone weeks after you've been released and say like are you okay how are you yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. has it hit you hard like are you okay did it's you see it coming did it, nothing it doesn't even have to be um, like personal phone call though does it, it could, you could have a, a blanket email that goes to everyone saying if you meet this criteria, there's like a, there's a seminar, there's an online thing where you can talk about it, whether it's counselling, whether it's this, whether it's that, yeah. or they're not willing to learn from their experiences. Like, how did you, how did you rate this experience? What do you see from it, and so on? And there's nothing, is there? Even really? if they, even if they just fucking chucked a num- couple of numbers out there and said, if you're in, if you're feeling down, ring this. Yeah. Or if if you're struggling, ring this you don't you get fuck all like that John Barton was so involved when people were shagging prostitutes but when they released nothing yeah nothing do you know what I mean it's just it's so backward and the whole thing so like when I look back at it now there's a fucking space in the market for it like and that, this crosses my mind all the time and like obviously I'm at a fucking bit of a crossroads now with jobs etc but like I say it all the time to my mate who I'm still mates with from Chesterfield and I'm just like there's a fucking massive gap in a market for like a sports therapist a football therapist, you've been released, come and see me. And I guarantee that instantly, would help instantly. Like he he could give his number out or like, you've been released, I'm sorry, but here's this. Blah, blah, blah. There's gaps in, because it's still, it's not a thing still. Yeah. It's not a thing still. And it's like, how can that be, however, that was eight years ago now. Yeah, but until the clubs are held accountable, then they won't have to do it. But they're not held accountable. They that's what I mean. They, that's what I mean. They, they never they, will they don't, be. they don't have to do anything. Um, and the the PFA are just a, really a, a union, aren't they? Mm. Mm. And they're only going because X amount of players' wages go into it, don't they, that fund it? Mm-hmm. So you hear different stories on the PFA. You hear some where I think it's under the caution it is one of the players' dads was like 70 or something and, and he was a pro as well and they paid for his knee replacement and really looked after him. And yeah, they've helped for some injuries for me, but like I'd rather him have not done that and rather... Had a bit of aftercare. No, that's what, I, what mean. I mean. But then it, it's it's when the boot fits and there's um, they probably don't want to hear 
And they were fucking rude as well. Yeah, they, prob- yeah, but they, I- don't, they don't want to hear, they don't want to, they don't no. want to deal with a, a teenager who's got, because then once you speak to them and once they say, and you, or you say, actually, no, I am feeling down or I'm struggling, or even if me or my dad or mum picked up the phone to the PFA and said, look, this lad's been released, he's our son, he's our brother, whatever, can the officer... They've then got a duty of care, haven't they? They've then got to act upon it. If you don't ever send the email, there's nothing to act upon. Mm. You're not guilty. It doesn't matter. Mm. And it's just a... um, If they just cut ties, and there's that many who fall through the system like that, that they probably don't want to put the time and resource into it. Whether they say that now, I imagine if you go on the PFA website or any FA website now, there'll probably be something there that, that leans into that. But they're not actively... You probably have to go and look for yeah, it. Yeah, you, you have to go and look for it. it and if you're in a bad, if you're in a yeah, if you're if you're in a bad place, you're not going to actively look for no. it. No, there's it's very few, very and a lot of time. Like, sorry, Reese, but like a lot of the time, I didn't realize I was in a bad place. Yeah, until like literally, like I said, I said it on the last one when we did it. Until a couple of years ago, I didn't I didn't know what I was going through. Yeah, until you look back at yeah, it and you're like, fuck, yeah, like I literally I've had a situa- situation recently where I've had time to reflect on it and spoke to someone about it and I'm like fuck like that was me mm. like I, w- I went through that like it's it's such a bizarre feeling but then like and I've said it to said it to Mass as well who's the lad who I was at Chesterfield with like you don't realise when you're in it like I didn't work I didn't work for four years three years mm. and because I was sat there and I thought I, I'm I'm meant to be a footballer yeah, yeah. Like, and, I, and I literally I said this the other day as well for the first time I put on a pair of work trousers and I and I I, I wanted to cry because I was literally like I felt I felt like a fucking low life because that's it sounds so fucking snobbery and horrible no, I think but I think it's really really good sorry I'm not speaking to Mike there yeah. I think it's really really good that you can eventually talk talk about yeah, it like yeah. that because I've never I never even mentioned that before because my dad was like listen you're not working you're not doing anything I started to get fucking 20 quid here and there for playing shit football because I I didn't play football for two two years, two and a half years. Yeah, and yeah, like he was like, you need to need to get working again. And I was like, I don't want to work because all I kn- all I knew was football. football. All I knew and thought that I was going to do was football, yeah. and like, I still struggle with that now. Yeah, like with every day, I've, I've still got insecurities about certain things that would only come to light when something happens. You know what I mean? Like, and then even even recently, obviously, I've changed jobs, and I was in between jobs, and I was like. I don't know what to fucking do because all I've known is football still because I've been coaching. Mm. And I'm like, well, what the fuck can I do? Because I've got no experience in anything else. Mm. But that's because I was years behind everyone else because of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's such a fucking bizarre thing. It's so strange. Like, and even that all boils back down to that place where you're in the car, jumping after your GCSEs, chuck your, chuck your results in the back, didn't open them, didn't look at them. Because you don't need Because you don't care because I'm going to be a footballer. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that is, that is, that is what they spoils back to yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there's uh, this is what I'm saying about the duty of care of like what happens if it doesn't work out because yeah, yeah. even even though since that time where you first drove up to chairs after and then got released again to that mm. point where it was a few years down the line it's not even it feels like it, it's still not a long period of time so you're still in no, that no. infancy where Mate, I was literally ha- like yeah just lost yeah. lost is the word because I'd wake up and I'd be like I f- I'd feel like I'd, I was doing something yeah. But I was doing nothing. nothing. While everyone around me is going out earning money, I was sat there, yeah. sat thinking, 
like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, what to do. And, I, and it's not that I don't know what to do. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it almost changed me. I became probably insufferable to be around and to live with. Yeah. Because my mum was probably just like, why the fuck? Leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Leave, yeah. I'd, leave the, I'd leave the house to go and watch my mates play football yeah. or like at night to go gym or whatever. But my, that was my get out. I'd go gym. Yeah. I'd go, I went gym for a solid two years, but I, I wasn't earning money. Mm. I was losing money by going to the gym. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it was literally, and then when you look back at it, you're like, fucking hell, like that was actually quite serious. Very serious. And I, and I didn't realise like if that if that could have carried on, mm. do you know what I mean? That could have easily carried yeah, on of course, yeah. and spiraled. Like there's lads I know, like some lads went and escaped and went America and yeah. Sweden and stuff like that. But then they just prolonged the process. Yeah, they went there, but then when they came back, they were like, "Oh, I'm exactly the same as I was two years ago." Yeah, I've just not dealt with it still. It's like when um, players retire. Like Gaz is like the perfect example in it. They just completely go off the rails because they don't know what to do with themselves after the life after football yeah um obviously like if you've i don't know if you've any of you've seen what gaza looks like these days he's he looks he looks a lot older than he actually is yeah. it's actually scary it's quite yeah. scary what he's done to himself and really unfortunate because he was one of the the greats and great characters of football so it just goes to show you like you say mason is a huge huge gap of, of africa oh, no. don't cry mate <coughs> <laughs> got a tickle <laughs> so yeah there's that um, story's touched him there's that, gap, there's that gap though yeah of aftercare yeah 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 there, there is there's just like i said there's there's a space in the market for it if anyone's got a, a sports therapy degree fucking get yourself in there mate because you'll make a killing you'll make a fucking killing yeah like the, 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 you, you'd like the to think yeah massive, you'd it? like to think that from the second you sign that scholar every three months four months five even six months there's people going into clubs. This is what you can do after football. Mm. You can train on your days off. When you go to college, you go and do a fucking shitty sports thing in, in college and you're scholar. You can't, you can't get your job. Mm. Why don't they say you've got a choice? You've got a, a, a course of your choice. This is the college colleges you've got available to you. We'll sort your transport. X, Y, Z. Go and do this, this and yeah. that. You need a fallback option from football. But you know, the beauty of it is that like now, when you're talking about it, you 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 can clearly see like pathways that can be highlighted to be better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you you could you could effectively, if you wanted to, like pursue one of them to to help. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you could try to anyway. I've I've, look, I've looked into it got, all. You clearly got ideas on what should be better. Yeah. And how it could be better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I think if more people like yourself, because obviously, unfortunately, you are there's fucking millions got, of. This people is what I'm like saying. Yeah. If there's more of you. That, mm talked about it yeah. like openly and come together then maybe something could be sort of mm. done if, to help it affects different people differently doesn't it, it does. I know some lads that weren't fucking bothered yeah. some thought it was a relief when they got released oh uh, yeah like it's, it's it's just different isn't it like it's different for everyone but like yeah like you say if more people came together and spoke about it and stuff and did whatever workshops or whatever yeah they might actually start to see a bit of a fucking change in it because it needs to be done it needs to be done because at the minute it's like, like you say, it's fucking, it's a joke really, isn't it? Yeah. Man, mental health aspect's crazy. Mason, that was amazing. I was really God, very insightful. Like, I really actually enjoyed that, to be fair. <laughs> Do you like the Amsterdam part? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is the longest episode we're going to put out to date. Um, but it's all, it's all good stuff, I think. It's relative, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, and it's... Uh, 
once again, it's another opportunity for people who, even if they're, they're suffering, really, mm-hmm. if they're in a position or if they know someone is in a position, then there's a person around this table I'm sure would probably welcome helping people like that, which is then a foot in the door to what you was alluding to what you'd want to do. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very important because there's obviously a really, really serious aspect to this that if they're of a different character or not don't have that support system, something really serious could happen. Yeah. Really serious. Um and yeah, it, it's it's a it's a big topic that doesn't get spoken about. Yeah. Yeah. At all. And I was only privy to it because it's my brother and I knew yeah. about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a clue. But equally, Mason, as well as, well as mm-hmm. obviously going through what he's been through, and um, seems to me better, a bit better now, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Being able to talk about it is the main thing. But he's also had good family around him as well, people that care about him enough to he- help be there yeah. if he needs it, where some people don't have that. Exactly. You know I mean? so yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's where the danger comes in, isn't it? Like, if you don't actually have a support network around you. But yeah. Fantastic. Loved it. Yeah, so if you've enjoyed it, obviously drop us a comment. If you've got people in that space and want, I don't know, you just want to speak to one of like Mason or, or ever, just drop us an email. Obviously, it's all in our description and everything. And we'd like to hear other stories if there are any. I mean, Amsterdam stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was There's brilliant. There's a lot of stories. That, was, that yeah. was brilliant. There's some so that will get so, professional so players in trouble. So, <laughs> so if there's any stories floating Come about, we'd like you. to hear them. Obviously, we'll read any out on, that, that are broadcastable. If that's a word, yeah, get yeah, broadcast, broadcast worthy um, or safe. Um, so yeah, um, till next time, we'll see you. We'll see you in the next one. Love and peace.